What it do, what it do. Welcome to another episode of Max Squared, a.k.a. Max to Mac, a.k.a. the Light Night Driveway Conversation, a.k.a. Max Squared, man. Max Squared, man. We back. This is season two. It's your main, main man, Kobe Cobe, a.k.a. Hollywood Cobe, a.k.a. Mr. Young Mac from the pack. And guess who's back? Ooh! Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy, <laughs> then came back on this thing one time. You feel me? Back like I never left. You heard me? What's saying with it, big bro? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yeah, that's that old mace, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's an old mace, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little throwback, hey, man. Hey, I hope my comeback not like his though. His shit was very short lived, and it was not as popping as his hey, first run. That boy, shit was. Like one song when he came back and he was done, bro. Yeah, hey, he did have a nice feature on Kanye. Uh, that good music thing. Oh yeah, yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Yeah. He sure Who was did, that? Uh, I think it was, the song was called Higher. Yeah, yeah it, was, the, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah it was. with the that dream. Was, that song was actually pretty good. That was a joint. That was a that was a fire joint. Actually, that was that was a super dope joint. Uh, he had the other song too though, like with the by Air Force Ones. I can't think of the name of it right now. But it was like a joint. Oh by yeah, Air he Force did. But he tried, man. He tried. He tried. Definitely tried, bro. But uh, uh, anyway, but yeah, man, man. Yeah, go ahead, man. How you been, bro? How you been, bro? You been in the UK? You been here? You been there? How you been? You been like the, the extreme COVID shit? Like what the man? How you been, bro? Yeah, man, I've been everywhere. I'm traveling just as fast as COVID is around the world, man. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon, my bad. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just been everywhere, man. Just trying to uh, be safe, be uh, be with my family, be as one. But yeah, man, I'm back in the H. I've uh, been out here since about uh, a little after Thanksgiving. And uh, it's just good to be back home and be safe and uh, amongst this madness, getting back to some familiarity with uh, with you and my family and things like that. So just getting uh, life back jumping, man. How you How's been, it, man? Man, I can't complain, bro. I've been navigating this COVID shit, like, from with the fam. Uh, just working, staying low-key, bro. I be, like, really, niggas be like, where you be at? I be at the house, like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because that COVID shit real, man, and, like, people Absolutely. be taking it for a joke. And you saw it firsthand out there in the UK because you, you was like out there right when the new strand shit first popped off. So I can only imagine like yo, your take on how that shit was out there. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, other than sure. that, bro, shit been, shit been super cool. Ain't shit changed, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to get some other shit going for the show. But hey, I forgot to say this because it's been so long. I forgot to say this. Make sure that y'all are subscribing. Make sure that y'all are liking. And tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to come check us out because we back. You feel me? And hey, we, gonna, we ain't going nowhere. You feel me? Absolutely, we ain't going nowhere. Hey, where, uh, hey, where, where can they find you, bro? We don't look. We uh, it's been so long. We didn't forgot the introduction. How we used to do I it. Know, the, the Twitter handle, <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. We got Instagram pages and stuff now. They, man, 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 put them on, man. Hey, Tell them where to find us, man. I- uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter and you can find us on Instagram at uh, Max Squared underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, it's just Max Squared Podcast. You know what I'm saying? We be steady posting some good content. We actually, I ain't going to lie to y'all. It ain't me. It, it ain't Mac doing the, doing the content. It's, we got a, we got a, a employee low key, bro. We got an employee and a good employee yeah. at that. But but man, shout out to the I ain't gonna put them out there because they don't want to put their name out there yet. But <laughs> shout out to shout out to the uh to the social media director that take care of all that for us because man, Lord knows I don't be knowing half of what to post. I just be posting sports shit and bullshit all the I time. just know how to retweet and like. That's all I know. <laughs> I retweet like hey, that's all, bro. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Hey, uh uh, but hey, on a personal note, man. Um on a personal note, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Young Mac 1986, Y-O-U-N-G-M-A-C 1986. Mac, where they find you at my boy? Um, return of the Mac, the E in return is a three, and the O and of is a zero. I'm return of the Mac on all platforms, man. It's easy to find me. If you message 
message me. I probably won't respond, but <laughs> just send, <laughs> message me anyway, you dig? But I will see it. Yeah, it, it, it. It might get seen, but it might not. You know what I'm saying? It might not get a reply, but it'll get seen. <sighs> if, hey, if, if it's worthy enough, you might even get a uh, shout out on the on the show, like, hey man, shout out to so and so over hit me up. Oh, for sure. Too bad I can hit you back. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, but, yeah. I be trying to stay out about them, them DMs, bro. Them shits is dangerous, oh. man. Hey, got it, got it told us, bro. It goes down in the gym. Absolutely. You gotta step out of it, bro. Absolutely. Gotta step out of it. Man, so let's get started with this show, man. I know that the NFL season had just ended. And so since it's fresh on the minds of everybody, uh, it was just this past Sunday. Uh, I really want to get your thoughts on how the Super Bowl was, the playoffs, and just to like recap, especially the Saints and Texans. But uh let's just start about how you thought about um how'd you think of what did you think about the Super Bowl? Man, between me and you, bro. That boy the goat, man. That boy, hey, I, 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 um, I, I was so impressed with the fact, you know, he, he kind of had a little help along the way. People say to the refs or whatever, or injuries or other teams. But that boy Tom Brady the goat, bro. Seven of them things, seven of them things. Ain't nobody else in 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 the league got seven rings. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm talking franchise, not players, but like franchises. He got seven rings, one deep, bro, one deep. That boy, hey, he the goat. If you don't like Brady. I understand. I hated him too, but man, after watching what he did this year, and I thought y'all was gonna beat him, bro. I just knew the Saints was gonna beat him. Y'all dubbed him twice this year, so I was like, "What the fuck? What, what happened?" Yeah, man, I definitely agree with uh, that. Tom Brady is the goat. I mean, I think he's pretty much. I think the debate's been over for quite some time, but you know, people need something to talk about. But he definitely uh, to go on the road three straight games against Hall of Fame quarterbacks. That's that's impeccable. That's tough, and bro. I, like, that's tough. You said it, too. You, you can't give all the credit to him, but, of course, since he's the quarterback, he gets the most credit. That defense was superb. Like, the way the way that they shut down Drew Brees, they made him look they, – they're pretty much going to force him into retirement. We'll get on that later. And um, mm. May Aaron Rodgers had an MVP season, but he didn't look like the MVP in that game. And uh, Mahomes – I mean, I know his offensive line wasn't there, but, look <laughs> – Whatever, however the dominoes fall for Tom Brady, he just has the the lucky hand every single time, man. I think he's nobody's gonna catch that seven rings, man. That is a lot of rings, and it's very hard to do it again and again in football. So credit to them. Do you man. think it was luck? Do you think some of that was luck, or was that just hard work? I think. I mean, with sports, you have to have a little bit of both. You you have to. I mean, you can even I even go back to the NCAA tournament. You even you have to have luck in the NCAA tournament if it's one and done. You know, it's not like a seven game series that you can kind of like figure people out with football and NCAA like college basketball. It's one game and that's all you got. And you're gonna need a little bit of hard work, skill, some mind, but it's, you need some luck. I, I I agree, bro. I agree. I think that uh I think that that boy Brady, bro, man, like to win seven of them things, bro, like. We thought it was unreal he won six, but, like, to go somewhere else. And I'm, I'm going to say this, bro, because this kind of ties into your Saints a little bit. Like, this says more about Jameis Winston, too, though, because this is pretty much the same team Jameis had last year, minus uh, Gronk and, and A.B. and Leonard Fournette. But, like, this is pretty much the same team they had last year. You know what I'm saying? And what happened, Jameis? Like, bro, you had a dream team over there, seems like. Now. I would say. Like, what the fuck? With Jameis, he was putting up points. Like, he was pretty much, like, James Harden of oh, well, that's pretty much of a high praise, but he was getting he was getting like points. He was I mean he was getting yards and uh, scoring at a high rate, but he was also turning the ball over, you know. And I don't think that that defense was that good last year. You know, it takes some some gelling, and that that uh, secondary really uh surprised me. But I think James Big is going to surprise people because I mean we're going to get to him in, in a bit with the Saints. But before we do, I want to ask about Mahomes because I was watching the whole game. 
and he made some spectacular throws. He's hitting, <laughs> he's hitting guys in the face mask and in the hands. Yeah. Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, he's hitting these guys in the hands, and he's running all over the field. I think I saw a stat he did. I he agree. ran damn near 500 yards just scrambling, trying to pre-throw. For- 497 yards before he threw a pass. That's insane. 497 yards. That's unreal. That's insane. That's unreal, bro. But, <laughs> like, like the defense real, was good, bro. but also the receivers were pretty damn bad, and the old line was bad. Man. So, I mean, like you said, like I said before, you're going to need some luck. And, I mean, the the Chiefs still have a dynasty, man. Just because you lose one game out of – I mean, they haven't lost in freaking 20-something games. I'm with the starters are playing. I know they lost the last week of the season, but the starters weren't playing. But they're still in a dynasty. You're gonna have hiccups along the dynasty. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, Brady didn't go seven and zero. So I mean, it's okay to lose. And then you lost to Brady, bro. There's no shame in losing. Like, if you lose to Jordan, bro, you lost to Jordan. Like, it ain't like you lost to, I don't know, like uh, you lost to, I don't know, some uh, B list. Like, you ain't lose to Ron Harper, bro. You lost yeah. to Jordan. Ain't no, there's nothing wrong. With, and no, no disrespect to Ron Harper. He a championship player too. But I'm just saying, like. If you lose to Jordan, you be like, say, bro, ain't no shame in it. I tip my hat to a great player and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Everybody to equate it to ball, like playing ball, ball players know, like, it's some cats you're okay with losing to because they just might be a better player than you. But, like, some guys you just can't lose to. Like, if he'd have lost that game to the backup for the Tampa Bay Bucks, then it'd be like, oh, come on, come on, man. We Pat, like, we need you. But, like, yeah. there's, there's, no, there's no shame in losing to Tom Brady, at least in my book. There's no shame in it. Right. For now, for now. But let me ask you this so we can, um, because, we're going to really get on mine soon, but we're going to start your way first. All, all right. Because right? Right, your team made the playoffs. I would low-key rooting for the Saints. Uh, if anybody follows me on uh, Twitter, they know I asked three of my friends, three of my good friends. I asked Mackie, I asked my boy uh, Brandon, and I asked my boy Sweat because all, uh, all three of their teams in the playoffs. I said, hey, Texas ain't looking good and Deshaun want to leave. Can I join a bandwagon? Like, can I get out? And, like, uh, my boy Mac was like, hey, the only one still in is the black and gold. So I was rolling with the black and gold. <laughs> and man, it was it was it was tough because like I really don't be rooting for the Saints. You know, it's like a it's like a you know, it's like a regional beef, bro. I mm-hmm. know real beef, but like regional, like you know what I'm saying? We better than y'all woo woo. Bro, when that when when went out there and uh when Breeze went out there and laid that egg, it was really, really tough to watch, like as a Breeze fan for so long because like it, he didn't look like himself at all. He looked like Peyton Manning, like towards the end. Mm-hmm. But like he didn't have the defense to save him like Peyton did, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it was just, it was tough. It was that was a tough watch. I can't even lie to you. Is it is that was that his last game? You think? Yeah, I mean, a lot of guys when you hear when they ask when you get asked them about retirement, they give you the answer like you just know when the time is is time. And Peyton Manning knew that last couple games. He was like, or well, that last season, he was like, man, it's time. And I think Drew pretty much ran into that same wall. He couldn't throw the ball. His his he couldn't throw the ball far. They had to throw in Jameis just to throw the ball 50 yards down the field. Damn, uh, Taysom Hill, damn it, looked better than him. And I'm not a Taysom Hill fan. At all, bro. But I, I just think that it's time. I mean, every he he's not Tom Brady. And that, and there's yeah. no knock on him because Tom Brady's not Drew Brees. Drew Brees has yeah. an illustrious career. His resume speaks for itself. He brought a, a championship to the city. But it's just it's probably just time because we have two young guys right behind him and we have lots of talent on the offensive side. A ton of, the back, of talent. On, on the a ton offensive of side. talent. But yeah, for sure. So we got to make use of it now. But how yeah, I would I, move on into the next thing, I would say it's going to go into a quarterback battle between hopefully Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. But I'm hoping that Winston gets the job and we continue to use Taysom in that same role, like that Swiss Army knife. Because if we move him I to agree. quarterback, 
you're gonna push Winston out the door, and then this guy runs with his head down. He's gonna be, mm. and then he can't really play as reckless as he as he is he used to like accustomed to playing. Because when he was playing quarterback, he wasn't on the uh, the kick return or the kick team and stuff like that. He wasn't playing his normal role. He had to be a little conservative because now he's head honcho. I, I still want to see him be Taysom, you know. But yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I I think that um I think that that James got to be our starter, bro. Mm-hmm. If he's not the starter. Then, like in a sense, you're going backwards and not forwards because Taysom is a great player, but he's no he's no Jameis, bro. Right. He's no, I mean, he's no he's no he's no. Yeah, I I, I can say that he's not a Jameis. Mm-hmm. Jameis is a better pure quarterback. I think that Taysom is a good gadget guy for y'all. He's a good player too, mm-hmm. a great player. I think I think he'd be great in a lot of plays. That boy good, but um, I don't think he's a starting quarterback. I think that that it should be a quarterback battle between those two. And I, I, to be fair, bro, I don't know what y'all need. Y'all got a great team. Y'all were just really a quarterback away. And it's crazy to think that y'all are a quarterback away with Drew Brees, but he just, everybody gets, everybody ages, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, the father time is undefeated, bro. You're not going to beat him, man. It just was his time. You know what I'm saying? And then, especially with how the game is going and how Sean Payton is with his offensive schemes, I think Winston a fit because he he's a gunslinger. He don't care who down there. Now he got the lacy. He can see now. Hopefully that cuts down the turnovers. <laughs> at least in half, my G. At least in half. I think that Drew Brees, after seeing him be so conservative this year, as a Saints fan, we can take some recklessness next year. We, we'll be happy to see that. And then I want to touch base on with that, having these weapons around him with Thomas and Kamara. That's also a problem to me as well as a Saints fan. Because for some hmm. reason, I think it was two years ago, they, play, they both played solid together. Last mm-hmm. year, it was all Michael Thomas. And Kamara was mm-hmm. real beat up, and he was injured and things like that. Now, this year, it got completely flipped. Kamara was the guy, and then <laughs> Thomas couldn't get healthy. And then we had Drew Brees' ass back there. So, yeah, now yeah, I yeah. think we got – I know we got the pieces, but we got a lot of things to figure out. I know it's not as bad as some teams, but we got some things oh, that yeah. we need to get in yeah, order definitely. to take that step I because – I seen a stat. What is y'all next move though? What's y'all next move? Like, do y'all need like? Is it, but I don't think you need an offensive player that make y'all better. I think I don't know. Like, I don't know what y'all need, bro. Because y'all got a solid team, bro. It's crazy. Like, it's not as if though the Saints are, the Texans are in way worse shape. And we are gonna get to that. But oh, the for Texans sure. Are in way worse shape. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather be in your shoes than my shoes right now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you say that, but as a Saints fan, we've if we if I seen a stat, I'm sure that we are amongst the league leaders and wins in regular season. Like, we win all the time in the regular season. It's just wins after wins. Oh, it's awesome for 17 weeks because we – before, like, at least 12 of them games, we're going to win. But, yeah, for sure. But then we get yeah. to the playoffs, and it's always something. Uh, bad luck, like we said earlier, touched base on luck. But we got the skill. We got everything. And I think that's hard when you know you got all the pieces. It's about just making that shit gel and work. That's the tough part besides – and versus, like, adding and subtracting and – getting a new coach and things like that it's just hard for us right now we're in a weird spot right now but i i agree with you i agree but y'all y'all, y'all in better y'all in better position than others just we can agree to yeah, that for though, sure right? for sure for sure but let's let's move <laughs> to the uh a little west of new orleans and uh down i-10 to houston texas where uh i don't know what the hell is going on in this city with the sports uh i'm sure we're gonna touch base on the rockets we're definitely gonna touch on the astros uh people are walking out of here quick boy Less than a year, bro. They trying to leave and take their money like Dr. Dre wife, boy. They trying to get the <laughs> taking this shit and run. <laughs> what, what little baby do? What little baby do? Uh-huh. Two, it's gonna count two hundred a show. Yep. Uh, K's. It's gonna. Hey, bro. 
we just got rid of our best wide receiver, mm-hmm. and we might lose our, our best player, period, two of our best players, period, in less than a year's time. Yep. And we don't have a first-round draft pick or a second-round draft pick right now. Y'all don't have that because of the Tunsil guy, right? For, because of Tunsil and because of – uh, we traded off our second round, too, because uh, we got a second round back when we got Tunsil. We traded off our second round to give it to Arizona to get rid of uh, – to get rid of uh, Hop. Man, we, hey, we was giving away shit. We fire ourselves. Hey, you know the, the gift of the little meme or whatever, the little dog sitting in the, in the room and it's all on fire? This is going to be fine. He drink his coffee. Better Texans fans right now, bro. It's, the whole room is burning down. And people are like, only thing I let me say this, bro. Only thing that's bothering me is people getting on Watson because he wants to get away from a bad situation. Yeah. Like, like yeah, man. hey, as a as a diehard Texan, I want him, bro. Wouldn't you too? I want him. But the thing is, bro, as a competitor, if I know that like I'm not gonna win here, why would I waste my time here? Right. I only have but so many years of my prime. And like, why would I waste 10 years of my prime like Andre Johnson? Like JJ Watt, like so many others that came here and destroyed their careers playing for an organization that doesn't really want to win. Yeah. And like the, the moves that the Texans are making and what they're saying, they don't want to win. Mm-hmm. Their their motto right now are the three Fs: family, faith, and then football. Mm-hmm. Like that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But like all the if you if you peep out, uh, I know you've been on on a uh, sports talk out here because that it'd be super Texas heavy. Mm-hmm. But like on the sports talk joints. Every interview that uh, Jack Easterby does, he doesn't talk about, like, winning. He just talks about culture. Like, they don't even care about winning here. They just want to – like, they want the culture of guys they want. And, like, it's crazy because they've gotten rid of good guys to keep marginal guys and overpay them. Mm-hmm. Whitney Mercer is overpaid, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nick Martin is the uh, highest-paid center in the league. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, Why? I can name bro, three. For real? I can name three better than him right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, three. I can name about five. You feel me? And, and it's just crazy though. Like the Texas organization is so dysfunctional. It's like, bro, you in the state of Texas? This is a football like driven town. Like that state. Part, like, that part. And the worst part is the Texans is probably not probably they're a top five, um, top five like money making organization, uh, NFL wise, like franchise period, uh, basketball, whatever. But they don't win, bro. You would think we won as much as the Saints, as much as the Cowboys, as much as anybody. Mm-hmm. We haven't won shit, bro, mm-hmm. but we make money. And that's why they don't care, because they know the money's going to keep coming in. As long as the money keeps coming in, I ain't got to care. The minute like we stop going to games, they'll start trying to win. Yeah. But until then, it is what it is. I agree with but everything hey, you just said, for sure. And uh, go ahead, finish your point. Go ahead. But Hey, no, no, I, I'm just giving you the crime, fingers. I'm over here big crime, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love the point that you made about us. Uh, I mean, Texas being a football state. So looking at the Texans, I bet you there's some football, high school football coaches like, damn, we run our program better than them. That's that's <laughs> saying something, you know, that's saying something. You can go to Flower Mile, Austin, Westlake, South Westlake. These, hey, Katie, Katie these, <laughs> man, man, these teams are ran <laughs> with perfection for decades. <laughs> For time, they got NFL guys that's been in the, the league for, for a while, man. And yeah. there's so much Texas pride and Houston pride when it comes to football or just the, the state and the city, period, that it, it just is mind-blowing. I remember when the, the Texans first came um, back into the league while well, they were the Oilers and the Titans and things like that. But when Houston got their football team back, it was so much buzz. It was so much buzz. And I even was, like, going to the football games. I love the red jerseys. I was I was I'm like a, I was like a, like a, a secret Texans fan, but man, y'all got the David Carr, and then now that started rolling, and I was like, it's just been bad news for the Texans, man. And I really thought that Deshaun Watson was gonna be y'all's guy, like Warren Moon type 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 guy. 
that can push the envelope because he is he's that damn good shit i love him if he came east to i-10 and play for us and we could afford him but we can't afford that big ass contract but (laughs) (laughs) what i would say is that it it just seems like with texas sports and we've said this before if you want to get paid you come to texas you're gonna bring your ass down here to texas you're not gonna get treated right but you're gonna you're gonna get paid and I think yeah. another testament to that is Andre Johnson stepping up and saying what he said about the Texans organization. That was huge. That had to hurt because that was he's the pride and joy. Like, if you're talking about who's the best Texans player, I think he's number one. Only jersey retired by the Texans is number 80. And he was the one to come out and say, leave, bro. That's that's saying a lot. That, you feel that me? speaks. That's, saying a, that's huge. Yeah, because especially oh. as fans, you listen to the players because they, they are in the mix there. That's their job. That's how they feed their families. They're in the conversations, in the meetings. So they know way more than we do. You know what I mean? Yeah, And course, so when somebody yeah. says it from that uh, perspective, Close. you listen, yeah. man. You listen. And then now, I know this is going to, I really want to hear your opinion on this. So uh, we're talking about Black athletes right now, the Andre Johnson yeah. or or the uh, the Warren Moon I mentioned, Deshaun Watson, but now it's there's talk about JJ Watt as well. So then you can you can go ahead. I hear people talking about us, the black athletes, black athletes. They're trying to push the narrative. They're trying to change things. I agree, we are. But now even JJ Watt's saying he's not happy. How do how do you think that's that's taken from um taken in by like by Texans fans like you? Like like when you hear that, Man. even JJ Watt's upset. Uh, but it's crazy because I'm glad you brought that part up because I want to speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Because like being on like I've been on Facebook and Facebook got a bunch of groups for like different like sports teams and stuff. Um, and the, the Texan sports group is so crazy, bro, because people are killing Deshaun. Like people are legit like hating this man for him trying to make a smart move for himself. Mm-hmm. But but like they're, they're like, OK, J.J., he destroyed himself for the team. So, yeah, it's only right that we give him a trade now. Wait, whoa, 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 What does he want for the team that makes him above, like, the same scrutiny you giving Deshaun Watson? Like, Deshaun is, is just saying, I'm not going to waste 20, 30 years with y'all. Like, my good 20s. I mean, he's 25. I'm not about to waste up to 30 with y'all and then be beat up and tore down. And then y'all want to trade me off somewhere that ain't worth shit no more. Mm-hmm. Let me go somewhere when I can still be worth something. Y'all not going to kill me like y'all did J.J., uh, Andre, even D Hop to some degree. Mm-hmm. And like, what really, what really hurts me, bro, about the black athlete part is this a lot of our own people that's attacking Deshaun. Oh Watson, yeah, bro. Like saying, saying like he's supposed to just shut up and play, and you signed a contract, so you better do what the people say. Like, you know, you a pro athlete, bro. You sign contracts, and you understand, bro. It's a business, and if them people say they want to get rid of you, they can get rid of you with your contract still being old. So like, why should this, why should this pro athlete just have to settle because? They, they gave him a little bit of money. Like, damn, can he have morals? Like, what, what happened to having morals? And if I have morals, can I not stick to him unless I'm appeasing you as a as a, a spectator? Because, like, at the end of the day, bro, if I get hurt, y'all going to just start rooting for the next nigga. Y'all going to forget about me. Right. Excuse me, call a nigga. But you know what I'm saying? Like, for the next player that comes in, you're not going to be like, well, let's write letters to Deshaun and make sure Deshaun, okay, let's take care of Deshaun, mama. No, y'all going to forget about me, bro. Mm-hmm. Y'all not going to care about nothing, even though – I ain't got to do nothing for the city. Deshaun stand up big for the city. He does like great things oh, yeah. for us. Uh, he, he bought the jerseys from, uh, for G them football team at Yates and, and did the real thing. Like before they, uh, I forgot what game it was they played. I want to say Thanksgiving when he wore that black jersey before the game in the pregame. Mm-hmm. He bought he bought those jerseys for Yates High School for Jordan when they played their, their homecoming game, I believe it was. That's nice. So like, bro, he, he still does stuff for the city. Even though he's about to leave, probably, yeah. he's still doing stuff for the city now. Like how can you be mad at a nigga like that or do like mm-hmm. that? I can understand if he was, if, if he was if he was 13, I wouldn't be mad at you for, for being mad at 13. Yeah. But, 
But DW four is a good guy, mm-hmm. bro. Like, how are we mad at the good guy? That's just my, my, my little take, bro. My little take. I'm I, I I understand it, and I think that you hit hit it right on the nail. It, it's just it's just it's just disheartening to see the Texans conduct business the way that they do. It, that that's just it's just disheartening. It makes you not want to be a Texans fan anymore, like you said. It makes you want to root against the Texans, but like like you said, they're gonna be rooting for the next person up because sports people love saying, "Oh, next man up." Man, sit your ass down somewhere with that shit, man. But no bullshit. But to not harp on the, the bad too much, let me ask about this. I know you got David Johnson in the trade. I had him on my fantasy team from the eyeball test. How do you think he played this season for the uh, Texans? Eyeball test? I don't think he was that bad, bro. Like, God honest truth, I think he was a solid player. I think they wanted him to be David Johnson from like five years right. ago. And he was still getting his – once he got his legs going towards the end of the year, you can see. Mm-hmm. You can see like, okay, there is still value there. Right. But early on, early on, it was like oh, – Yeah, hmm. it was a little shit. But bro, you people gotta understand. Like, I don't think I don't think people understand like what, what it means to truly be an athlete and to be at the top of the of the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. It's not like going to play for your local high school. Mm-hmm. Like, just because little Ricky can get hurt and tear the ACL his sophomore year, come back junior and run for two thousand yards, it's probably like ten good players in his district. But when you play in the NFL, these are the best ten from that district weeded out to maybe the best one guy from that district mm-hmm. from every district in the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like. It's the best of the best, and like as you, it's hard to just just out outdo cats that are just as good as you, but they're not hurt. Mm-hmm. But you come back from injury, so like you're still trying to figure it out. And bro, they're two steps ahead of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we're not. T- I got I got told uh my boy at the barbershop. He's like, man, we need to cut him. I'm like, cut him for what? He might mess around and pan out for. Us. I think like, he might. I think he might. And then you can put. And now you finally got a a solid running back. If the first one since Arian Foster. Is Arian Foster? That's his name, right? Yeah. So yeah. you might as well keep him and not have to worry about that position. And I forget, I almost forgot about this point I was going to make about Deshaun Watson. When you're talking about his career and he's 25, right? I think guys start to look around and see how other quarterbacks' career is going. And he's thinking like, okay, do I want to be Matt Stafford and wait till I'm too old and then have to be traded and have to hopefully go win with another team? Or yeah. do I move early? You know what I'm saying? Or do I stick it out and try to be like the traditional quarterbacks do and stay somewhere for goddamn 10 years and shit like that? If it, I think what does he do? I think you gotta leave though. I think you gotta leave, bro. I think you gotta to me, bro, and you you know I'm diehard, bro. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's kind of tragic how diehard I am for a team who don't even care about me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like it's the city, so you gotta ride with the city, so it is what it is, but like. I think if as an athlete, bro, and as a as a as like a man, I tell him to go. Like, go take your business somewhere else, bro. If you want to come back to Houston towards the end of your career, show them love, whatever, that's cool. But like, bro, you don't owe this, you don't owe nobody nothing. And like you gotta maximize on your value while you can, because at some point, bro, you're not gonna be valuable to these people no more. Like at the end of the day, this is a business. And like I like people may think it's like a black militant look or something like that, but like, no, nah, it's just business. Like in the, the day, you're a commodity. And like while your commodity is at its peak, you must cash in on it. If not, you're gonna lose value. And you know what I'm saying? You miss out on the boat, you miss out. Like ain't no, ain't no oh well, no, unless you just got major connections, because mm-hmm. sports is very pop but uh, political. We all know sports can be very political. Absolutely. Unless or unless you just the right. I ain't gonna say what, but you know what I'm talking about, Matt. You know what I'm saying? You you you're not about to get a second second chance. Like right. you're not about to make a whole cameo video for you to come back and bring you back. No, no, no. no. I think I'm doing that. Yeah, like bro, you think that these people care about you? you think that these organizations care about these players? They really don't. They though. don't. Like, man. It's, it's really 
hey, you just you just you're just a number. You bro. are you're, once you once you once you start working for for an organization, you're a statistic, bro. Yeah. As long as you and it's, it's tragic, man. So if I'm any young player, go go chase your commodity. Fuck fuck that bullshit. Absolutely, man, because these these programs why they want to say family and faith in football and put that family and try to say oh we're family family we ain't no goddamn family bro <laughs> we ain't no family don't care like family ain't no family it's all business so let's just conduct it as business but like let's let's, let's kind of move on so we can kind of transition into basketball this. but before we do um who did you believe was the mvp this year do you agree with it was aaron Rodgers? man i i agree with the fact that Aaron Rodgers is MVP, but I do have one disagreement on offensive uh, and okay. offensive MVP. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Okay. So okay, do you yes okay. or yes or no with uh, Aaron Rodgers as MVP? Yes. Yes. Okay. I yes. he had a great season. I still would have gave it to Mahomes on my end if I want to play devil's advocate because he had, he did have a great okay. year. And what I Man. love about them, the interceptions was at an all time low with them. They really protected dog, the ball. Dog. So that was amazing. That was amazing. It was. That, that was amazing, bro. It is. So, okay, let's do about defensive player of the year. Aaron Donald won that again. No? No. I agree with I you. I think TJ should have been that dude Boom. this year, bro. TJ balled out this year. He earned now, it. He earned it, bro. In Aaron Donald's defense, the dude's a monster. Oh, yeah. A game record. A real game record. Yeah. Like, big time. Big time game record. I'm not, like, no lie. I'm not hating on him at all. I see he gets double team, <laughs> triple team. He's so damn good. He help out the other players on his line look damn good because everybody's focus is on Aaron Donald. He's a, his arms is about the size of my body, and I understand that he wreaks havoc. And I, I don't understand him and, and Dominican Sue didn't win that Super Bowl that year together. Me neither. Dude, they could take five blockers too deep. Like, but, but you know how sports be sportsing, right? Yeah. The Sud and just won him a goddamn ring, and Aaron Donald don't have one. And, he, and they thought that Sue, Su, whatever, how you ever say his name, was a bust. I don't think he was a bust. Well, there you go. Nah, nah, anyways, yeah, but hey, LaShawn McCoy, a back-to-back champion, so you know you know how that go. But anyways. No no snaps. No snaps. <laughs> hey, real MVP. <laughs> Off, hey, he's healthy. Offensive, play, yeah. offensive player of the year went to Derrick Henry, I believe, right? Yeah, it did. How do you feel about he that? He deserved it. He deserved it. He deserved 2,000 yards, bro. You deserve it. Yeah. I give it to you. I mean, even though the 2,000 was, was flukish because the Texans, bro, he played Texas last game. He needed like uh two, like 2 0 something, and he got it on the last play of the fourth quarter. Like the Texans just gave it to him. And then they lost the game, bro. Hey, we was winning and we lost. <laughs> hey, man. I, I, I agree that he's a menace. And yeah, I, yeah. I would say that you got the, you have the, um, you have to reward these running backs because. The MVP is almost like the best quarterback in the league award. So I, I agree that the offensive player of the year award has to go to a different um, skill player, you know? So I, I agree yeah. with the Derrick Henry. Uh, I would put a Kamara's name in there, especially what he did. Oh, and easy, easy, I think he was easy. had a tremendous season and he, yeah. he was, he was very slippery all, all, no, no homo. He was very slippery <laughs> and, and avoiding tackles all year. And it was amazing to see. Uh, offensive rookie of the year went to Herbert. I don't like that. I'm going to say that off the rip. I'm an LSU yeah. guy. You know who I think yeah. should have got that. Yeah. Breaking Randy Moss yeah. records? Come on, you got to yeah. give that to Justin Jefferson. Oh, I, I think Justin Jefferson probably should have been co at least because, I mean, Herbert did go 38 and 10 on 4,300 yards. That's pretty impressive. But in today's league, that's not it. And then he didn't play all the games, but Justin Jefferson couldn't be held, bro. Nobody. He couldn't be stopped, bro. <laughs> like, he... He couldn't be held, though. He, he could not he be He was held. so good, they don't, they don't even miss Stephon Diggs. And you know how good they Stephon don't. Diggs is. You know what I mean? They don't. Bro, the fact that the rookie came in and they could trade off a vet 
a season vet and the offense didn't fall off and low key got a little better. Actually, I'm, I'm let's say this they yeah, traded yeah. the guy who was pretty much statistically speaking, Stefan Diggs was the best wide receiver in the league this year. Stats wise, my eye, yeah, no, yeah, numbers, yeah, easy. my, yeah, my yeah, eye test easy. tells me different things, but that's just the eye test. What I yeah. would say about Herbert, I don't like how he got his job with the punctured lung to uh Taylor. I like him. Yeah. I think he should have got at least one more shot. I think he's yeah. he should just stick with pumping Dre and, and then call it a day. Uh, but I mean, he went in right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right what I'm there. saying. You got you, yourself a trophy, but mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, last one is defensive rookie of the year. Uh, this is pretty much no debate for me. It was definitely yeah. Chase Young. Mm-hmm. That's a man. It was easy. That's a man. That's a grown man. Yeah. He, he, is, he is what I thought Jadavian Connor was going to be. That part. Also, you who th- <laughs> the, the, no bullshit, he, no bullshit. He's though. who the Texans wanted Mario Williams to be. <laughs> I'm bad. I had to bring that back up, bro. <laughs> hey, shout uh, out to Mario for the cool pool party. Hey, though. for sure. Hey, he a good dude. I'm just out here speaking Solid facts, dude. my G. That's all. I'm just hey, out here man. speaking facts, man. and he's a hey. All these guys are great. I mean, not all of them, but I'm sure most of these guys are good. Hey, people. hold on. Hey, time out. Hey, time out. Hey, side note. Hey, Mario, next pool party, you can uninvite. No, I didn't invite Patrick Beverly for being in the pool no, with them no, jeans no. on. He was down bad for that shit, son. He was down in a bad. belt, a belt and jeans. Yeah, so. Oh, this, you know what, Pat? I wouldn't put it past him though. It is what it is. That's a, that's a whole other story, bro. Hey, shout out that's my guy whole... Tommy Tyler, man. Oh, that's a good dude yeah. right there, man. Hey, another Cypress legend, bro. Another Cypress legend. Put some, you know what I'm saying? Another, another guy. Um, early wreck. Hey. Okay, give him uh, just the last thing for NFL. Give me one crazy prediction that you can say it can be whole left field, it can be conservative, whole right field, whatever. What's your prediction for the NFL season uh next year? Um I predict oh I got you. I'm I'm gonna start. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start with something. I got you. I predict that fans will be at a hundred percent capacity. Oh, easy, easy. That, that's easy. my I was that's a, my crazy prediction. This is my crazy prediction. I don't know how crazy it really is. I got Dolphins, Bucks next year in the Super Bowl. Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson beats old school uh, uh, Tom Brady. The Texans get all those draft picks from the from the, from the Dolphins. They probably probably end up with Tua. And but hey, I will say this: if they end up with Tua. I think their first pick should be uh the boy from uh Alabama. Judy is it Judy? Which one? I, it got so many great nah, wide receivers. Nah, Judy, Judy already in the league. He plays for the Broncos. It's uh Devontae the, Smith, the one that won the Heisman. Yeah, that boy should be their pick. That should be their first pick. And I would I would let Wolf Fuller go actually because Wolf Fuller is gonna be a cap uh cap a cap issue, and you gotta trade JJ. You gotta get under cap. You're not gonna be able to afford like guys that would take less money to come play for you. You want to overpay pay guys to come here because the culture is so fucked up. So yeah, my my prediction is. Deshaun is not only gone, but he's in the Super Bowl with another team. I like that. Okay, so since we that was good points, I got to ask one more thing. Before we move into basketball, because I'm going to ask you similar questions when it comes to basketball, there's going to be two questions. What was your All biggest right. disappointment this season? Can't mention the Texans. It oh, could be a player. It could be a player, organization. It could be anything. Uh, Lamar Jackson let me down this year. Like, like progression wise, I thought he's gonna like become a better passer, which is another reason why I'm not sold on David Cully being the Texans coach. But like, I feel like he hasn't progressed at all as a player. Like, he's the same, just want to run, 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 run guy. Like, you know, you play mad and the cat just go pick him just so he can run because he don't know how to throw the ball. He just know how to scramble and then lose you and run for twenty yards every now and again. But he can't win. 
Like he may beat you a game here and there, but he can't win. I wish I wish that he develops over this summer and really becomes a passing threat because I think that if he becomes a passing threat, that takes the Ravens way over the top, like way over the top. But we'll see. That's my biggest disappointment. Though. I think that's a big, big if with him because yeah. – the dude could throw, man. I seen him at Louisville. He could throw, but I just think that he likes making people look silly with the juke moves. And he didn't completely made Madden completely fun on the on the sticks, but <laughs> playing yeah, quarterback, yeah. he made it fun. But I mean, I would love to see him take another step. I agree. I I would say the biggest disappointment in my eyes would be I have to hold these guys accountable, man. And I'm gonna put it out there because I know guys were supporting him, but it has to be Cam Newton. He he could Ooh. not throw the ball. He looked like. I, I said this the other day. Him and Drew Brees could have a throw off, and I don't know who's gonna win. And the ball ain't <laughs> and the ball ain't going 30 yards. <laughs> ball ain't going 30 yards. Hey, okay, before you jump, I gotta ask you this then, because I, I got a quarterback question. Man, we can talk football all day. Mm-hmm. Um who has a better like arm talent? Who has better arm talent to you? Uh Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes? Okay, when you say arm talent, I'm I'm gonna say Mahomes. Arm strength. Okay, okay. Josh Allen. <laughs> hey, Allen be flicking that thing, he can, don't he? Yeah, I've I've seen him, man. He been going rolling, rolling right or rolling <laughs> left, and he just go throw a dime deep downfield, not to Kelsey in the middle of the field. I'm talking about yeah. to digs in the end zone. The 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 best. The I will say this: two touchdowns, uh, two big plays that happened for the uh the two bowl for the the uh, the Chiefs that let me down. Was the the drop pass by Kelsey in the end zone? Where literally, he was falling, bro. He was falling and threw it underhand and got it to him. And then the other pass to Tariq. I think those two plays could have changed the game. Absolutely, those two plays could have changed the game. And they low key would have been in a different position and it would put a lot more pressure on Tampa than what it did. But that's just me. I agree. Biggest um, surprises and the things that you love the most this season: player, organization, team, scheme. From the NFL, and this will be our last point for NFL. I actually like that they finished the season because I didn't think the season would be able to end because COVID is like it's been so rampant, and then to have twenty thousand people um, in the in the, at the in the stands for the Super Bowl that was pretty dope. I think that I think that like you like yourself, I think they get more and more progressive to to open it up more and more. And I I, I think I do even though I think it's kind of backhandish, I do like that the NFL has been putting forth some type of effort, even even if it's like on some phony type stuff for the Black Lives Matter type stuff and like the social injustice type movement and just bringing light to it because there's a lot of people that watch football that don't necessarily care about the other stuff that goes on. So when you put it in their face and make them see it, even if I don't agree with all of it, I do respect mm-hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? So shout out, shout out to the NFL for that, you feel me? I agree. I, I would... I would uh... I definitely agree. I really don't even want to give another point because what you just said was beautiful and we definitely need to pat them on the back for that. I would add to that and say that I would hope and my biggest surprise and what I love most is that it wasn't just a game or a couple of weeks or just a month that they did the in racism thing. It takes all of us, the, uh, the helmet decals, things like that donating money even though I don't know where the hell this donating money thing goes to. It sounds nice though. I hope <laughs> I just hope that they continue to do this and at some point just give Cap some recognition. I, to me, I don't understand. Uh, maybe it's something deeper than that. I think it's it got to be something deeper than that because Cap should be in the fold with all this like a long time ago. Yeah. Like I don't understand why Cap is in the fold. I get it, you know what I'm saying, but I feel like at this point, like he's earned the right to be a part of what y'all got going on because like if without him, 
doing what he did, none of this even starts. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Y'all probably, y'all probably would have seen the George Floyd stuff and been like, oh, well, that's crazy and, and kept moving. But like the fact that Cap had been fighting for this for years, I feel like even if he doesn't necessarily want to do it, maybe you shoot him something like, hey, can you just say you a part of this? Something like mm-hmm. you ain't got to be in the forefront, but yeah. just like, you know what I'm saying? Be, be a part of what we got going on. Maybe Jay-Z can make that happen. Who knows, man? You know. Well, I got something to talk about him about later too. But let's um I agree, man. That was a that was <laughs> that was fantastic about NFL. We had a lot to catch up on because it's been a while. Um, pretty much the whole damn season almost. Um yeah, man. Crazy. let's uh make a smooth transition into basketball. This is where our passion is, even though it, it's kind of weird with you and I because we really truly enjoy watching football. Like I can yeah, sit down and yeah. watch football game after football game after football game. And um, but we are true basketball heads at heart, you know. I agree. And I agree. Uh, that's where the heart is. And so I want to move into the NBA, man. How how how's the NBA season been going? And how, how what's your take on it? And um, how, how how should I start this off? Let's let's say, like, how do you think the the uh, competition has been thus far, and the teams up top? Like, which is what's your overall view? And then we'll get into some small points. I think that uh. I think that, uh, excuse me, bro, look, got a little smoke. Nah, you know, man, do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we on the Zoom now, so uh, I yeah. a, little more, a little more comfortable. But no, nah, I, I think, man, I, I I actually think that the shortened season should be more of a thing in the NBA. I think that they should have did this a long time ago. And that they should have shortened the season. Uh, we, are, uh, we, we are talking about, like, still getting the full value of what we're getting out of the, the product. Right. But we're not getting 82 games where people only watch 60. Like right. me and you may watch 82 again, you know what I'm saying? And really talk about it. But then I love when like watching you and like Duke and guys like that talk to guys that just like a casual ESPN watching. Yeah. Because y'all be y'all be factually having, like, especially Duke, be having the numbers to like back it without having to be like ESPN and teach me this. Like I I would I watched the game, yeah. fan of the game. And like that's what I think you get more so of when you have a shorter season because there's not so many fluff games. Mm-hmm. There's not so many like nobody wants to watch Sacramento versus the Pistons. Not saying that either team is a good team, but we don't really want to see that. Bro. Right. Like, there's no real television value in that. We'd rather see uh, Hornets versus the Hawks right now. Something like that, which are two good young teams, which man, there's so much young talent in the league, bro. Maybe I'm just getting old, but like, there's so much young talent in the league, and I love it. Like, the NBA is flourishing right now. Even without fans, really, it's flourishing. Like, I, I fuck with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I think the... Um... The, especially, I think Kevin Garnett just said this. Like the the guards nowadays, they got so much more sauce. They they doing all types of crazy stuff. Not taking nothing away from the uh, the old guys from the past, but I um I've actually been very impressed. Um, the style of basketball. Sometimes, if you watch certain teams, like right now, I have the league pass, so I watch. Yeah. I love watching the Lakers because uh, they're just exciting. But when they play certain teams, man, it's just like watching. It's like being at Lifetime sometimes, just watching guys come down and shoot three after three after three after three after three after three. And it gets annoying sometimes. But I have been very impressed with how they're handling their business. Um, I want to start off with LeBron. Hold on. Hold hold on before you go into that, because I got to ask you something. As a hooper, because the last thing you just said struck a nerve, the three-point shooting thing. Is that bother you in basketball? Like, <clears throat> does that bother you to see guys literally evacuate from the mid-range, the 15 to 18-foot shot, and just shoot threes? I actually this because, uh, you know, nephew, playing ball, he's varsity, yeah, he's doing his thing. And uh, all, all G-Wise want to do is just shoot threes, like spot up and shoot threes. I'm like, mm-hmm. that ain't basketball. Like, 
you leave there to go play college ball, you're not going to just sit at somebody's three-point line. Like You got to learn the, the concepts of moving without the ball, what V-cuts are, what L-cuts are, backdoors, Princeton cuts. You Like, there's so much knowledge you should be picking up in high school. Not that, like, you got to be a tactician at that age, but just shooting threes ain't basketball, right? Or am I tripping? No, I, I, I definitely agree. But at the same time, especially being a, a real, like, a hooper and uh, knowing, seeing the way the game has gone and, and grown and um and expanded – we we are going against that. I mean, like I I'm I am against it, but you also got to peep it like this. If if your nephew doesn't shoot threes and play into the system right now, yeah, he doesn't true. he doesn't play. True, and then true. they're also they're, they're going to be schools that at the next level that will allow you to continue to do that to shoot threes. Because I watched college games. I think I watched Oklahoma versus Alabama the other day. It, yes, it was a three point. It was a three point shooting contest, <laughs> and whoever can get an offensive rebound, you won the game. Oklahoma got more offensive rebounds, they won the game. Yeah. Even though Alabama had a, a key player out, I understand that they're actually pretty struggling yeah. right now. But anyways, it, it's hard to say yes or no because the elite guys they're gonna mix in both anyway. They're they're gonna mix in both, but at, but to get playing time and to get at that high school level and then to the college level, you gotta do what is told and what is asked and what's fitting the the system, you know. Real. So I, I say that and I I'll, I'll do it like this: You got Dame and CJ on the same team, all right? Dame loves to shoot deep, shoot deep, shoots deep, shoots deep, shoots deep. <laughs> CJ mixes them both. He's a good three point shooter. Was leading the league in percentage and uh three pointers made per game. But he also has a beautiful mid range. The elite guys will also incorporate every single thing, but some guys just need to find their niche first. And once you find that niche, it's kind of hard to get up outside that niche. So yes, I do hate all the three point shooting because it takes some of the beauty of the game away. Like remember all the old guys yeah. used to just shoot. Tim Duncan uh, off the, Fade yeah, away, you know what I'm bro. saying? Like yeah. that was beautiful. You know what I'm oh, saying? That was beautiful basketball. But you gotta, man. there's still certain guys that still hoop like that. Uh, Devin yeah. Booker, DeMar DeRozan. Um, yes. De'Aaron Fox is, is on a tear and you know he's not a great three-point shooter. Um, I don't care what anybody says about Westbrook, his numbers and blah, blah, blah. I love the range that he plays in because he plays to his strengths. I, I, uh, with the shout out to Fox, shout out to my boy Ken, man. You know, Ken trained little Fox mm-hmm. in, uh, in high school. That's what trained Joe so now, man. He go to Ken and I, I'm trying to get nephew in there too. Cause like, man, we, I've been trying to get back with you too, but it's just been COVID. So we've been trying to, mm-hmm. you know, keep everything kosher. But man, I really, I, I really wanted to learn the game more than just, uh, cause I, I, I see it filtered to pro level. And I, let me ask you this uh, Do you see the game of basketball going away from having like little guys? And big guys to where it be like everybody on the court, 6'8", 6'9", to 6'10", to 6'12", not 6'12", to 7 foot, but they're all skilled players. And it's just pretty much a shell, just shell shell ball. Everybody's shooting either threes or double down to the big man for a quick, like, post move. But it ain't going to be no more like, I'm going to try to get you set up for an 18-footer, like Rich, uh, Rip Hamilton's game or like Clay Early game. Like, it ain't going to be no more that type ball. It's going to be just shoot threes. And you know what I'm saying? Up and down, up and down. Kind of like the, the, the pace of the game always picks up with every generation. We play a little quicker than the guys older than us. Y'all play way quicker than we play. You know what I'm saying? And then guys after you are running even more. Do you see that? Do you think that the more the athleticism of the game is going to go to the next level as these guys come in? Not so much the skills, so the mid-range game might die, but that three ball going to keep coming because as long as you can, you know what I'm saying, get chuck and duck, you good. You feel me? Like, do you, do you see that, that filter to the NBA at some point? Absolutely. Uh, I definitely think that it will. I mean, I, I see that it. I would say that it can, and also there will be a few 
I, I don't want to call them bad apples, but it will be guys that won't fit that mold. There will always yeah. be guys that don't fit that mold. And you said nothing but six, eight guys. There's always going to be a place for a guy like Trey Young or a guy like Steph Curry. That's not yeah, six, yeah. eight, six, five that can shoot the shit out the ball. Or, yeah. or a guy like Chris Paul or SGA that are just oh, game managers. I, hey, but I, I went to the gym uh with, for a trout. For nephew, just like the little AU shit. And I was just sitting there like maybe, maybe I didn't see it like this when I was their age, because I'm so tall too. But like, it seemed like all the kids walking that bitch was like six, four, six, five mm-hmm. in the ninth grade. I'm like, but to me, I'm like, what are we breeding these kids mm-hmm. with? Is this just genetics? Is it the food? Like, what's going on? I'm like, but all of them came out there shooting that thing. They all wanted to shoot. Shooting threes. One big boy they want to do it. All of them came out this jacket threes, bro. You like I think, I think it's hard for especially for the young kids because you have to dare to be different. And that's the thing. You you will stand out. You will get seen if you dare to be different. But it also can work against you. But everybody wants to be a, a follow the trend type of person. You want to shoot the threes because everybody else is shooting the threes. But then you'll, you'll see. It'd be like those one special apples. They'll do it all. They'll shoot the open three. They'll make the extra pass. They'll hit the the, the mid-range pull-up on a fast break. You're like, man, that's a good shot. Instead of going in there with the trees, you'll see a couple Big of time. those guys do that. And then the other guys will start picking up on it, but there's no—you're not gonna see that in every single run, you know. Let's let's really yeah. get into the NBA though. Um, I'm gonna start All with right, my. Baby, yeah. I'm gonna start with the uh, with the Rockets, man, because that's just your home team, and uh, we're always gonna start with the home teams. Um, how how do you how are you feeling after this whole Harden fiasco? Because I know watching all the heart the, uh, the 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 Rockets fans, y'all were one way before the trade, y'all were another way during the actual trade. <laughs> and now y'all feel completely different after the trade. So, right, what, what, how, right. take me through those steps. <laughs> All right, I can give you their steps. I'm gonna give you my steps. Cause like, <laughs> hey, you you know, bro, cause you didn't hear you didn't hear my whimpers and cries about the Rockets, mm-hmm. bro. You didn't hear me like, man, I'm so tired of this shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 12 or something. But I I was kind of over the Harden experience two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, no, a year ago, no, two years ago, when uh him and Chris Paul didn't end up working out, so like, I had kind of already wrote him off, like whatever, bro. If y'all win, I'll ride with it. Right. But like, I really ain't riding, riding. But like, I ain't gonna lie, the nigga had me buying back in in the bubble. Me and you even had words over fucking uh over a dumbass game. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But, like, I was really buying in. I was really buying in. I don't know why you and, was buying and, in. <laughs> and, 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 hey, hey. That, that nigga did with exactly what we thought he was going to do. I he told you. Down, he is. What down, they say, bro. he is. They, they are who we thought they are. They were. Whatever. But, 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 <laughs> uh, uh, that's how we felt. But, like, the funny thing was, like, like once again, I'm going to go to the chat group, like, the uh, Facebook groups. People were, like, were, like, arguing amongst themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, fuck that. We ain't trading hard. Da-da-da-da. We'll get rid of the owner before we get rid of hard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, mm-hmm. like. What did he win? Like, what is he like? What did he win? Like, okay, he won MVP. What did he win? Mm-hmm. Like, what did, he won division. Okay, what did he win? Like, the division doesn't matter when the division isn't overly stacked. Like, the division he went against, Dallas is just now getting into superpower type form. Memphis is getting good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. New Orleans is just not really getting good. The Spurs are falling off, and they were kind of old when you were playing against them. They weren't the young Spurs when you was playing against them. Mm-hmm. So, like. It, it wasn't like he was in a tough division. You didn't really do anything for the city, like, basketball-wise. The niggas are number one scorer probably all the time. I'm not even going to argue that. Greatest scoring talent I've ever seen in my life. Best score, skill set in my life, mindset. His, 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 his go get him is unreal. Mm-hmm. But when it, comes to, when it comes to the team, he's just not – he's not that guy. Like, mm-hmm. if he would have been our two, if he'd have been our two to, like, a LeBron, we probably could have won. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's probably why they wanted LeBron. But, like, I don't – to be fair – 
to be fair, I think that I think that I think that the best thing happened for everybody. He got out of here. He goes somewhere where he happy, and the Rockets need to rebuild and build a real team now. Not no more ISO ball. They playing real ball now, and that's how the people kind of feel too. They're like, all right, they're not winning, but we see glimpse. Like, okay, he got to, and, and John Wall has been a blessing in the, the skies, low key. Like, where did this come from? Like, Wall, like how he did before he got hurt, and I'm hearing Victor Oladipo might get traded, so. We'll see how they go. Yeah, I, I I agree with everything that you said, and I I saw all those things that you were saying because um with the Harden thing, and I will say they do have a much more complete team, and they are playing team basketball. Like I I can't I can't always watch their games because I don't know I have Directv and they blocked it <laughs> they blacked it out. You know Houston's so stupid yeah, with yeah, the yeah. sports man. So I I can barely watch it unless they playing on the big uh the big uh. TNT or ESPN stuff. Yeah, I mean, ESPN. and I really don't want, like watching them on now. I want to hear like the uh, OG uh, commentation. Yeah, I, mean, I want to hear them. Clyde and Bill yeah, that's what I want to yeah. hear. I want to hear <laughs> them, man, because they be knowing what's up. But um, yeah. I think it was a win-win for both teams, for the Rockets and for the Nets. I know the Pacers were also included. Blah blah blah. But I think, especially for those two main teams, it worked out. Now you guys have a, a complete team. I'm a big Boogie Cousins fan. It's never going to go away. I think he's playing yeah. very solid. I understand that Christian Wood, Christian Wood is uh, younger, and he's uh, he's having a heck of a year. But I think really – but year. I love Boogie. I think Boogie is Boogie. Boogie's that guy, man. Boogie's that guy. But um, I, how are you feeling about the head coach, though? I'm in love with Silas, man. Okay. Can't even lie. He, he's, a, he's, he's, he's a real coach. You can tell he learned a lot from his pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? His pop's probably gave him a lot of game. But he um, – the way he's came in and like really like dealt with all this that's going on mm-hmm. and like kind of kept the team somewhat together. I know there's a lot of angst in the city over PJ Tucker getting minutes at any point right now. Yeah. Like people don't want to see him even see the court, but you gotta understand he's a dog. He's a he's the glue guy. So glue guys aren't always your scores. Like, but yeah, but you probably wish he'd be more like Draymond and give you eight, nine assists and more rebounds. Oh, for sure. But it, you know what I'm saying? But like what Silas is doing and getting out of him defensively is is much needed. And I think. Like, because Boogie's still trying to get himself into playing shape. And you can tell, and I love it, though, because Boogie ain't, like, like backing down. But you just can tell Boogie ain't Boogie of, of like, three, four years ago. But he's getting it back. Yeah. And like I said, John Wall looks good. And Victor looks good when he plays with John Wall. But the game against Memphis, John Wall, I, be, I don't know if you watched the game. Cause I don't know if it was on uh, live on national. I know it was on uh, the local joint. But I don't know if it was on national TV. But the John Morant then went up, like, uh, 12 or 13 points in the third quarter. Uh, while Wall was on the bench, Wall came in, didn't sit down the rest of the game, and Rockets won by 18. Damn. Like, but it was all off his back. I was like, damn, like I ain't know bro still had it in him. And like he could he dictated the rest of the game. And like, like you said, it's like watching, watching right now, like watching lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Like going to lifetime, you just be like, I'm just watching the game. There's no extra going on. I'm enjoying like the, the pageantry of what's going on in front mm-hmm. of me. Like he was just he was just doing, he was talking to him, yeah, little dude. You ain't he going, he going to Morant, and Morant can't do nothing with him. Yeah. And it was just like it was a beautiful thing to see. So I think the Rockets, like you say, in a good place. And I, to be fair, I'm going to flip it, though. I don't know if the Nets are in a championship place because even they get through the East, 23 in, in, in L.A., they not laying down. And they play defense over there. Mm-mm. They play defense. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're not, not going to go for 130 on them boys every night. Right. Like, that's not going to happen. And and when we start playing D, what y'all going to do? Yeah. I, I They have Kevin Durant on that team. And I, I've learned from – Time and time again, don't count out that Kevin Durant. That, oh, never, never. When it comes to, to hooping, he know how to hoop. I, I don't always, and I always 
sometimes I give Kyrie a tough time because of his antics, but I'm just, at this point, I'm just going to let him be him. I, I don't know him personally, so <laughs> just say whatever you want to say. Do what you want to do. Yeah, the earth is flat. Whatever, dude. Whatever. That, that's, that's up to you. <laughs> but the man can play basketball, bro. He's... <laughs> Hey. He he might be able hey. to lead them in scoring, the way he be looking, cause he gotta take twenty oh. shots and he don't feel good. Kevin Durant will take yeah, fifteen, no, and I, I love what Harden's doing, man. He's just like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna flip the narrative, and like I like what he said that uh, not many people can just flip the switch and play a whole different way and still be getting triple doubles and things. He's a he's a special talent, man. So special. Uh, he's definitely gonna be back out here in the summertime because of the strip clubs. I I do want to ask one another question about the Rockets. Uh, it might. I think it's kind of interesting to see how the old players, like the Harden era players, are trying to fit in with the new era, this new era that's coming in with the John Wall. So yeah, yeah. Eric yeah. Gordon doesn't look like the Aaron Gordon you used to see. Of course, I don't really have to say P.J. Tucker's name, but he obviously doesn't look the way he used to look. Ben McLemore barely plays. Uh, D House yeah. to a certain extent, he has his moments just like he did with the hard yeah. air. So I, I, I would say he's pretty consistently. Nut, he's consistently inconsistent to me. And so, how do you, I, I agree. how do you feel about those old guys? Do you want to just completely start new, or do you want to keep some? You want to get rid of PJ, even though he's. I mean, you think he need to go to Brooklyn and just, just be with Harden all the time? I, I mean, hey, to be fair, it might be the best place for him, bro. Because he, he will play defense, and there he literally has to do no scoring at all. Because that team needs him to score nothing at all. Mm-hmm. All he would do, all he would do, would be play defense. I don't know if the Rockets would buy him out. That's a pretty big buyout. But dog, you just, you man, you better just drop the a Woj bomb on. Nah, nah, nah. Because like, like I know on some real. I didn't even think about that. Like if you think about it, if he goes plays with that team, his role there will be the same here, but without the scoring. And get a couple rebounds and and get out the way, bro. Get a couple rebounds, go sit in the corner. And get a couple rebounds, go sit in the corner. I would probably say that. At this point, at the basketball I've been watching, like I, I got, hey, look, if the Nets are playing and the Lakers aren't playing, I'm watching the Nets, man. I, they just, yeah, I they just, it's, it's an All Star game. PJ Tucker probably plays better defense than DeAndre Jordan at this point. Easy. So easy. he's not. PJ's probably not making that much money anyway. He's not making that much money. He got 84 last contract. Damn. He still got. I think he's got a year left. One more year left. But he got 84. Hey, James Harden got everybody paid. Remember, he got paid. Clint Capella got paid. Uh, Eric Gordon got paid, and they paid Ryan Anderson all in one summer. All in one summer, dog. Fucking Ryan Anderson (laughs) ran off on the plug twice. (laughs) They they gave him like 45. Damn. So he is making money. But I think that with the the way that they play that loosey goosey (laughs) defense, he could fit. He could yeah, fit, he yeah, and then let, let Durant be the tallest guy. I mean, they don't rebound anyway, but PJ, he he shows effort. Put him in the corner, put Joe Harris in the other one. Oh, tough. And and now you literally have a shell drill, and you got a you got a dog in PJ that's still a dog. Yeah, I, no, like you said, no disrespect to DeAndre, but he not motherfucking he not DeAndre Jordan from five six years ago with CP three. So I ain't mad at yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you you're a little longer too. I do think though, if they don't get another defender, like a real def- not not a monster, but like a big man type defender, when you see the Lakers, who's holding AD? It's gonna have to be Durant. Who's holding LeBron? It's gonna have to be Harden. <laughs> and you know what happened last time? That happened, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, who's holding? I was like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you have no matchup for the Lakers, and they're gonna play defense, bro. So 
you got to play some defense because they're going to play defense. Like, they're going to have a, a, a plan to stop you, like, at least slow you down from scoring and make you have some tough baskets. Like, yeah, you might score because you're a skilled scorer. Like, I think people understand it too, though. Like, if a guy's scoring, it, as long as you're making him take difficult shots, if he's making difficult shots, he's just making difficult shots. You can't stop that. A great offensive player is going to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're just giving them layups, nigga, y'all ain't playing no defense. Yeah. Like, I, I would, t- you know what I'm saying? I tip your hat, man. You, you, I'm pushing you finally, and you still make the, the turnaround three-pointer. Mm-hmm. But, like, if, if I'm just giving you easy, I ain't coming out there holding you defense, mm-hmm. you're not really killing me. I'm not playing no defense. I would say this, though. We, I know we, we, we're – a lot of the media is, is, like, being harsh on the Nets defense, and they're looking at the players, and we're trying to find, oh, who should they trade for? Who should they sign? Who should they do this and do that for? I think, really – because now that we're getting older, we're starting to see all the business and organizational things and how that trickles down. You have to start at the head of the snake for them. So when you have Steve Nash and D'Antoni on the same damn sideline, then they bring over Harden, and you got Kyrie and Durant over there. You really you really got like to like – Yeah, they're not asking for defense, <laughs> bro. They traded Jared Allen away. They don't care about defense. So you can't expect the players to care about defense – if the coaches ain't really giving a damn about no goddamn defense, y'all know Dan Tony ain't the defensive coach. <laughs> hey, uh, so, so hey, hey, let me ask you this: that are, are the uh, Nets now that like that open gym team that walk in and they all just score? They play no defense. So if you get two stops, you can beat them. Like they, they come in, hey, I'm with my dog. It's, it's us, it's us five right here. But, all right, bet whatever, bro. They come out there, they like, damn niggas hitting. You play a little bit of defense, and them niggas don't get no wins. You like, damn, bro. Listen, man. I don't even know if you can actually defend them very well. You might shut down one of them, or one of them might have a bad night, but that's a lot of offensive scoring over there, bro. That's a lot of offensive scoring. Who's the one you stop if you choose to stop? Who's the one you're going to try to stop? Like, easy. That's the only only one. You got to make him shoot 30 times a game and hope he only make eight. I I think you got to get Kyrie head. I think Kyrie's a head case a little bit. You got to get in his head to some degree. Like, you got to make him want to, like, go back and forth like some Russ Westbrook type shit. Because I don't think you – I mean, I think you get Harden going, but Harden can get going. And, like, at that point, you ain't stopping him. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think Kyrie is the type of dude – he'd be like, man, y'all get the fuck out the way and, and fuck off the whole thing for his own personal game. Mm-hmm. Like, his own personal game is bigger than 10. And I, and I said previously that I think he can lead that team in scoring. So, I'm giving him praise. I love. I think Kyrie's yeah. amazing. I would, his layup package still amazes me. But I'm, I'm saying your, your question is, if you're going to stop somebody, who are you going to stop? There's no stopping Kevin Durant except for Durant missing shots. And then with Harden, he affects the game in more than just scoring now. I mean, even before, I'm not even going to say now, he's always been a triple-double threat. And his <laughs> assists, man, they everybody respects his scoring so much. His assists look simple and basic, but it's because the attention is all on him. Once he has, once he's dribbling, 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 he's a threat. It's crazy. It's crazy that you say about the rebounding part because I, I looked at I look at their buy score every now every now and then. Like three of their last like eight games, Harden's been the leading rebounder mm-hmm. with like six rebounds, seven rebounds, and then like 10 twice. I'm like, dog, ain't nobody rebounding. How are you the leading rebounder with seven rebounds How, in a professional sport? And his starting lineup features two seven footers in Kevin Durant and DeAndre Jordan. Who the hell ain't doing their job, <laughs> Who is not doing their job? Man, hey, you know, man, I ain't getting down there, bro. I ain't, man. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about that. another guy that used to play in Houston because there's rumors going around. Um, there's always going to be rumors about everybody getting traded around this time and before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Lowry names keeps popping up. Do you think the the Raptors should move on? And if so, where would he fit best? 
Damn, that's a good question. Um, I think Kyle Lowry, sheesh. I'm at- he's so long in the he's so long in the tooth, and like his style is like one one dimensional, low key. Like he 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 has to go somewhere where they already have a, a strong like. I can see him and Bradley Bill playing together, low key. Mm. Um, um, just because off the fact that uh, B Bill don't necessarily have to dominate the ball, he can play with a guy like Kyrie uh, uh, Kyle that can get his own buckets too every now and again to take some pressure off of him. I think that that would low key if they could. I, I doubt they take Russell Westbrook right now though, because that contract is fucking astronomical. Absolutely. But but if they could find a way to get, if the Wizards could find a way to get Kyle Lowry, they'd be they'd be amazing. They'd be amazing for him. I think. Um, I'm I'm just gonna ask about a couple of guys just so we can like touch base and get on, get a more topics in here. What about Demar Derozan? You think he should get traded? I love his shoe game, by the way. But do you think he should get traded because he's still not shooting threes? But man, he's still scoring at a high clip. How do you feel about no. them? You can't trade that guy. That guy is he's a he's a he's a scorer. You just said he's a scorer. And the only issue is is he's not scoring the way they want him to score. But he's scoring. Yeah. I can see if he wasn't scoring at all. He's scoring, he's just not scoring the way they want him to. But now nah, you don't trade that guy at all. Um, how do you feel about Bradley Bill? Well, hold on, because I see a lot of similarities between Bill's situation and Harden's situation in the past. He's just scoring, scoring, scoring. The only difference is Harden was still winning, but Bill isn't. How do you think that situation um, – what does that situation look like to you? Like, does he need to get out? Should he stay and just get buckets and he got the max? What do you think that situation um, – like, how, what's your thoughts on that situation? I think that um, – I think that – I feel bad for bro because he, like he, – he kind of got what he wanted. But in a way, he didn't want it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wanted to be the yeah. guy to some degree. And now he is the guy. But, like, the cupboard is so bare. Like, he, he had a better team prior to the John Wall trade and all that. All the John Wall holding on for – and no disrespect John Wall. I, I just said I got kudos for him. But, like, he stuck it out when John Wall was steadily hurt. And they weren't building a team around him mm-hmm. or just building a team, period, waiting on John to come back. Oh, and now, all of a sudden – John's contract is fucking terrible. <laughs> Super terrible. So that's why they couldn't really move a lot of pieces and they kept fucking signing Gary Payton the second and Ish Smith and shit. But no disrespect to those guys. I like Ish Smith. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, him and DeLon Wright, I think they're two of the craftiest guys. They're like DeLon Wright for sure is the, one of the most crafty guys I've seen. Them, them two time. and uh Teague for the Celtics, he's actually kind of surprising me Ooh. a little bit. And Ooh. um, yeah, so those yeah. guys are really, really crafty. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I was pretty much it though. I, I feel bad for Bill. Because the organization low key really fucked over, him, mm-hmm. but he was a loyal, he was a loyal cat, and I don't know how long he's stuck on his deal. But if he can get out of Washington, I would, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care, I I don't know where he could go. He can go a million places, but I bet you the Spurs will take his ass right now. I I bet you the Lakers will take his ass oh, right sure. now. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like if they they can get it for a league minimum type deal. I should I take that nigga too in the Rockets? I I put him back a wall. I think him a wall now would probably be a better fit now than they were. Prior, because Wall doesn't play like he doesn't play as reckless as he did before. He's not just head down to the rim. He's actually been a point guard now. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually facilitating and getting guys going. He's hitting an open shot when he has it. I feel bad, but I wish we had. I wish we had Bill out here too. I said it before when Boogie was healthy back then. I think that Boogie long ago should have went to the Wizards, and that probably would have slowed John Wall down a little bit, because he would have had that big motherfucker, and he had to wait for his ass all the time. So, I think he should have went there years ago. Maybe even about five years ago. You know what I mean? He, he, before New Orleans. Yes, before sure. New Orleans. I wanted him to go there even and not go to New Orleans. I love them in New Orleans. New Orleans is my team, of course, but 
I thought that he would have been a great fit with John Wall because that's like his. There's some guys that you play basketball with; they're just a perfect fit. That's for you. your guy. Yeah, you're just a perfect yeah. fit with them. You understand each other. You ain't gotta look at each other. You'll just know how you're thinking, and y'all just like I call them basketball soulmates. You just understand each other and how y'all play the game. Um, you know where you're gonna be. You just know where you're gonna oh, be. Oh, for sure. Um, I I kind of don't want to talk about like the the Lakers. Well, I'm gonna talk about LeBron, of course. But like the Clippers and Giannis, I know how you feel about them. That shit don't change pretty much because mm. they are who we think they are. Who? But yeah. who is your um front runner for? Let me hold on. Go ahead. Real quick though, before, before you switch on it, do you think that they make any changes for the Clippers? Like at any point, do you think they'll ever make any changes? Or you think they're gonna ride this? Out? They're gonna have Just to. Curious. They're gonna have to, man. Because I watched them play. Like they were in control of the Nets game. They were in control. They were. And then the Nets just started scoring on them. And, like, aren't y'all supposed to be the two lockdown guys and can get each other shots and blah, 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 blah? Something's missing. I feel like – and I feel like the same thing. I think something's missing there. I don't know if it's a player, if it's, a like, a true lead. I don't know if they have a true leader on that team. I'm, I'm going to say that. What they need I think is a point guard. Because mm, – Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. There you go. It's going to have to be Kyle Lowry. It's gonna to have to we be. Man just find a home. Yeah, that, hey, that Reggie Jackson home. don't work. Pat Bev ain't gonna work either. And y'all already seen how far that's gonna get you, so that ain't gonna work. And another- to be fair, if Pat Bev's off the bench, if he's off the bench behind Kyle, I'm buying it right now. Yeah, but him coming in for Reggie Jackson is just like, ugh. <laughs> 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 it's so frustrating. I don't even like the Clippers, but it's so frustrating to see such. I don't know. They just frustrate me. <laughs> I'd rather see Terrence Mann fucking start, man. He's the third point guard. I'd rather see him play. But also the person, I'm, a, I'm a, you made me start talking about him. The guy that's actually not playing to his full potential this year is Lou Williams. Uh, it's not, he's taking a step back, and, and it's almost like, you know, those guys that, that uh, you heard the rumors, oh, they thought that they was just as good as PG. It had to be Trez and Lou Williams, bro. It had to be. Because... Hey, Trez for sure. Trez oh, for definitely sure, for sure. Bro. You can see it in his Trez face all the time. But Lou Will does not look like he cares. It looks like he wants to be traded again. He does, bro. Because if it, <laughs> if he was playing like he was supposed to, I would just start him at the point guard position and just keep on going because every Agreed. other position is playing pretty damn solid except for the point guard position for them. They'd probably be better yeah. off with letting Chauncey Billups or Tyron Lou play point guard for them at this fucking point. Just, hey, just get it up the court, coach. Just get it up yeah. the court. We'll do the red. Just get the ball up the court. Hey, Big Shaq can shoot from half court like he used to. He'd be all right. Yeah, you know I mean? it'd be all right. It'd be all right. Yeah, but, right. Hey, let me. But hey, you said this too, though. I don't. I know. We, I know we're gonna skip over, but I. I I'm curious. Uh, Giannis. You know, Giannis just signed a new contract. Which do you do you think he should have did that, or do you think he should have tried to get out of Milwaukee? I, I think he should have left. But you see this time and time again with the basketball players. They want that. They want that big contract. Devin Booker just did that shit too. Brad Bill just did that shit too. Uh, Durant did that shit too. Uh, a lot of guys do it. They want that. They want that big contract because who's to say that that money gonna come back around again? You know what I mean? So I understand mm-hmm. taking care of your family, but Fact. as he just like I said with Deshaun Watson, you gotta keep looking around and see who like you and how their career is going. He should have looked at hard and was like, "All right, <laughs> I see how you winning MVPs or in the conversation and getting all this, but you ain't getting that. Ain't winning. You ain't winning." I think Chris Middleton's taking a step forward. I think Drew Drew Holiday is awesome. But they're still going to run into something that they can't handle, and it's and it's not because of those other guys. To me, it's because of Giannis. Yeah, 
Yeah, Gian- Giannis is the is the is the low key the issue. He's the issue. <laughs> hey, hey, I I I tell people this all the time. I say Giannis is he, you see him every at every court, every gym. You play enough basketball, you see him everywhere. He's the guy that's usually a little bit taller than everybody. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit longer than everybody else. He's he's probably just as fast as the, the little guards and can jump like or jump like a gazelle and run like one too. And he just goes and shoots bullshit and just go chase his rebound and dunk it in before you can get to it. He's just bigger than y'all. Like, it ain't like he has a skill set. If you force him to shoot jump shots and box him out, he wouldn't do nothing. Yeah. And every year the playoffs, that's what happens. Every year. And um, That's sad. And it's not – I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad player. but No, no, yeah. Let me put it like this. He's he's what – no, nah, I don't want to say it's going to be disrespectful. No, nah, I'm fucking going to say it anyway. <laughs> are the people that we play basketball with, he's like – he reminds me of Sweat. You know how Sweat plays? He's stronger. Mm-hmm. He's bigger. You know, if he jumps, yeah. you're pretty much fucked. He going to get buckets yeah. on you. But you know, yeah. you know, your best bet is let Sweat shoot. That's that's how I pretty, I much. pretty much see Giannis. Like, yeah. if you let him shoot, okay, you got a chance. But if you let him get too down, too far down low, oh, Sweat going to get you buckets all day, bro. You feel me? Hey, hey you, you got to know what you're doing with Sweat, too, because he going to the rim every time. Every time. time. So he's solid. Oh, yeah, that's solid what I'm saying. Dude, he's strong. Bad. He's big. Solid he's dude, athletic. If, he, if Sweat was 6'10", oh, he'd be honest. Oh. He be, yeah, oh. that's a cool – hey, shout oh. out to Sweat, man. I ain't see that boy in a long shout time, man. Sweat, he cool, man. man. Hey. And that's, a, that's a shout out to him because he really, he really liked that. He be going down the paint and get out the way, bro. <laughs> yeah, he won two later. Yeah, but the only problem is, is that Sweat, uh, Sweat, and I and you, we're playing in lifetime. Giannis is playing in the league. Niggas start building that wall, taking charges. That shit ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but anyways, yeah. who is your MVP front runner right now? Oh, Lebanon James, right. LeBron James, he- easy. But if if I had a dark horse, um, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say necessarily. He's in a running, running. I think KD having a great year, bro, Absolutely. for a comeback from what he came from. I think he's having a great year. And then my third right now be Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. He's Steph Curry's balling, you know? Yeah, I, I love the memes when everybody's like uh, <laughs> hard and looking at Steph Curry like it ain't no fun, is it? Like <laughs> looking at <laughs> this shit ain't fun, huh? Being by yourself, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was all fun and games when I was doing they it. They actually, yeah. um, the Nets and the Warriors play this week, actually. I don't know if it's tonight or Thursday. One of these days, it might be, it might be tonight. Yeah, it might be Thursday. Okay, and so I'm gonna break it down just like I did with the uh, um, with the football. I'm gonna break it up with the offensive and defensive player. So, who is your offensive like MVP means all around to me? Who's the most valuable? And that's always LeBron to me. Who is the offensive player of the year to you? Um, right now, I probably say that's a tough one. Um, I probably say I probably say Curry, low key, mm-hmm. like just what he's what he's doing one deep and kind of showing us that. He can really hoop. Mm-hmm. Like the dude can really hoop. Um, I say Curry probably, bro. He, he's he's having a. It's a lot of guys though, bro. It's a lot of guys that are that are really hooping, like yeah. really really hooping at a high level. Shit, CJ was had the highest P, uh, PRE like for a month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this niggas really get bookies right now. They really get busy. Like mm-hmm. CJ been getting busy. So I, I, it's it's a tough pick. I'm t- I'm only taking uh Curry right now only because he's actually showing that he is who we thought he was scoring. Yeah, he's answering all the questions people have for him. I'm my offensive player of the year off the eye test. Dame's a cold blooded motherfucker, man. That that guy there, he he keeps getting better and better. I don't know how he does it, but he keeps getting better and better. Uh, Bradley Bill, the way he scores is it, it, it's special. It, it's very special. And uh, of course, I might mention CJ, but you mentioned him already. CJ, the way he was playing is um fantastic. 
And uh, gotta get like you said, De'Aaron Fox has been he's found his groove, found his groove. Yeah, yeah. And um, I gotta mention this guy because he seems fucking unstoppable right now. It's Zion. Very oh. simple, but he nobody's stopping him. He's averaging goddamn 17, 18 points per game in the paint. And he's just if him and Ingram can figure it out, bro. Yeah, him and Ingram can figure it out, bro. Oh. But anyways, uh, the, oh. who is your defensive oh. player of the year? I know it's not that lockdown time thus far. Sometimes just a couple blocks here and there. But who who's been sticking yeah. out to you defensively? Um, there's a kid I watched the other night. I don't remember the kid's name. Uh, played for for Memphis. Um. It wasn't Brooks, but it wasn't them light skin. You know, I got about 60 light skin, same looking dudes. Yeah, they, they got Tyus Jones, Trey Jones over there. They got, they they got, they got uh, Brandon Clark. Uh, the boy from UCLA that played for the Spurs there. Uh, is it Kenny Anderson? Uh, Kyle, Kyle Anderson, Anderson, yeah. Kyle Anderson there. They got Brooks. Brooks is, is a solid player. He's, a, he's actually, boy, he can hoop. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I knew he was nice, but against the Rockets, I'm like, and he, he he talked big shit with a big heart. I was like, oh wow. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it was one of those guys. Like I don't remember which one it was when they played the Rockets. He showed me something. Then I watched him play the Pelicans, and he showed me again against Ingram. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, dude, dude, actually, he, he got a little something on him. Um, I like I like uh, I like uh, Jimmy Butler been on. Yeah. I, and then always to me, I like what Rajon has been, been teaching, mm-hmm. like to the to the youngsters. And uh, my last guy be Chris Paul. Chris Paul been playing some defense, yes. bro. Like I, I watched that. Uh, I think it was the Dallas Phoenix game. Yeah. Ooh, I, I hope you got a, a question of who's the most disappointed. I got. Oh yeah, yeah. That's coming. Too. Hey, baby, I'm going down the list. I got a nice little pad over here. It's, but they, they, that's my little list. They, they can't see, but I know you can see it. Look, <laughs> yeah. I, got a, I got a whole uh, doctor's pad over here. Uh, I would say the guy I've seen defensively. Um, Lou Dort is still amazing, and his uh, bas- his uh, offense is going up a little bit. Yeah. He's, I mean, he, he just man had an offer like over six night the other night. I think it was last night, but regardless, you're gonna have you're, you're gonna have those yeah. nights. But he's still amazing to me. And um, uh, Chris Paul's teammate DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I, I don't know how Chris Paul does it, but I think it's a testament to point guards because I I try to do the same thing. He makes him look so much better. And just like he did for Tyson Chandler, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and all those guys have left and done other things and they haven't looked the same. DeAndre Aiden never looked like this because now the focus is on the Suns. And like I said, I had the league pass thing so I can now watch them a little bit more because they're exciting to watch. They're a young team, very exciting. And he's playing really solid defense. He's still young. His feet don't move the way his his mind does sometimes, but (laughs) he's still athletic and he holds it down. Um... Rookie of the year, who who are you taking this year? Are you on the Lamelo Ball uh, train? Man, that train that train is yeah, hey, it's, <laughs> it's growing. That hoe's growing. That, he, he just played Houston last mm-hmm. night, killed him. And I I'm here to say he is. People argue. You remember we had the arguments, boys. Like, oh, Lonzo gonna be the best. Now nah, Melo gonna be the best. Mm-hmm. There were a few. There were a few. I won't call names, but there were a few that were saying Leangelo gonna be the one. That's bro. me. Nah, y'all. That's me. That's me. <laughs> hey, but but hey, but Melo ended up being the one, bro. Yeah. Like, but but that's because he had that crazy growth spurt too. Though that growth spurt made him unbelievably overcharged. If, if, if Leangelo was three inches taller, he'd be unbelievable too. Mm-hmm. To be fair, and Lonzo, Lonzo's a nice height. But that none of them are six eight and can do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the only thing that makes Melo better. Melo does what Lonzo does, but he's six eight. Mm-hmm. He can shoot a little better, mm-hmm. and his confidence is way higher. 
But he's played, he's played, he's like a you know what I equate him to? Like Luca. You know, Luca played overseas pro ball for years. Mm-hmm. When you play pro ball, it's pro ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't come in intimidated by bigger dudes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fastest pace. I'm a pro too. You just come out and perform, and like you can tell the dude is a man, he's gonna be a problem. Yeah, Jordan Jordan finally got one right. Guys. Finally, he finally Jeez. got one right. Only took him so but, long. But, yeah, yeah, true. But hey, that whole team looks good now. Malik Monk even look good now, bro. Yeah. Malik Monk look good now. I think they're gonna run into a problem though because they have way too many guards. They got way too many. They got Melo. They got Lamelo. They got um, who is it? Malik Monk, Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham. They got both of the Martin twins that went to uh, Nevada. They still over there. I know one of them plays forward, but it's the same shit. But um, yeah. it's just so many of them. So somebody going to be asked out and get traded. And I think that person is definitely going to be Devontae Graham. Mm, send him to Houston. <laughs> we'll take him to Houston. Y'all don't want that boy, man. Y'all don't nah, need we don't him. Want that boy. But, but, but he talented, though. The boy is very talented. They got It is crazy. They got, they, hey, people wrote off Gordon Hayward. And the boy is getting buckets. Balling. He, he looks like you taught Gordon Hayward all over again, you asked me. Sometimes, but, sometimes it's about the system and fit, man. Uh, I don't think that when he went to the Celtics, he didn't expect Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to be who they were. He definitely didn't expect that, and that that was that was that must have been hard. And then he got injured and things like that, so that must that must have been hard for him. Gotta be. Um, I would say Coach of the Year, but that kind of means which team do you think that has been playing the best so far? I don't think best. I I think uh, I think Silas is coach of the year okay. so far. Okay. You know, I go I go hometown. Who's your uh biggest disappointment this season thus far? Devin Booker. Oh no, no way! Because he can't shoot the three. Yes, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's Kobe, bro. He, I know, but bro, he was killing so bad in the bubble. I just knew he's gonna come back and be averaging forty a night. Just. Nigga, and with Chris Paul, Mm-mm. I just knew he's gonna come out. And then, I, I, oh, my, him and him and T.J. Warren have been my biggest disappointment. Oh, They've been my two. You should have known T.J. Warren was gonna act like this. You, you, you should have known. That's why people was telling them they wasn't like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. in Booker's defense, he don't have to do all that anymore. He has yeah. those young guys around him. I think it's Mikael Bridges, Cameron Johnson, yep. all those young guys. Jackson. They playing their part, so he don't need to do Finally. all that. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure Chris Paul don't want to be next to somebody that's just scoring 40 all damn time again. So, because it don't win nothing. But, at all. Um, at all. My biggest disappointment, I mentioned Lou Williams earlier. Uh, I'm just, I don't know what he's doing. Anthony Davis also pisses me off at times. Uh, I, or I can, I, I see both sides. <laughs> Either he didn't won the championship and now he's really learning from LeBron. Like, hey man, you ain't got to be tiring yourself out and doing all that crazy shit. Yeah. Just go ahead and, and, and this melody, yeah. bro. Yeah. But yeah. my also biggest disappointment to me right now is the uh the Miami Heat. I, I don't understand how a team you you go to the finals, you put up a damn good fight. And then what six games? Yeah, six games. Yeah. Um, and then you just start off the the year so piss poor. Like, where's the hunger? What happened to y'all's culture just being so deep and so championship-minded and you guys are just going to just grit it out? What happened to that team? I'm not saying that they lost their complete identity, but they look so bad that I'm going to ask you, like, who should they trade? You know what I mean? Like, they look that bad. Man, I'm hearing Jimmy Butler might be on the block, bro. Man, he can't go nowhere, man. He's still, put, he's still a near triple-double. 
They um, but no, they they're trying to get rid of uh. They're saying that this is just it's just what's up. You know how they have on Twitter, bro. Everybody everybody's woge on fucking Twitter. But I seen a couple of these reposted, and it was like pretty much sending uh Butler to the Warriors, and in return, I'm not talking sending, about that. Hey, send it back uh, uh Wiggins, uh Clay, and then send it back uh some draft picks like. Yeah, for real, for real. I seen it on Twitter. It ain't. I can't verify that. I can't. You know what I'm saying? But that's some. We can say that for a later date conversation. Yeah. Too. That, that, that him him going wherever is gonna be a big topic. Yeah. Gonna be a topic. I'm gonna touch on the Warriors in a little bit. Um, who's been your biggest surprise this year? That's a good one. I think Christian Woods. I, I'm gonna keep it local. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's he's like. Low key playing at a all star level, level like where well, at least he could be voted in and I, or pick or be on the bench, and I wouldn't be upset about it. Like, I would be like, All right, he had a good enough season this year that he deserved to go. Like, I wouldn't be mad if he was an alternate. Somebody said they didn't want to go and they picked him as the first alternate. Yeah, like he's having, he's having a solid, he's having a really good season. It's surprising because if you, if people that really watch the game, this wasn't him in Detroit, this wasn't what he did in Detroit. He had flashes sometimes really, when Drummond yeah. got hurt, he was so flashes, yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree, though. I'm going to go with um, a surprising team because you got to mention them. The Utah Jazz. I Nobody saw this coming, bro. We all thought that this is who they could be when Mike Conley came there, but now they got it all figured out. I think uh, having hey. Inglis and Bogdanovich and having their full team with them because they didn't have their full team in the bubble, this helps them out a lot. And so I, yeah. I, I'm very surprised by them. Very, very surprised. What did you think about, uh, about uh, Chuck and... Uh... What's that boy? Uh, Devin Mitchell exchanging like words a little bit on uh, uh, inside the NBA. Uh, he told him like, no, no, it was Shaq. Shaq and uh, uh, what's called had the little exchange when Shaq was like, hey, you gotta play better. He's like, I, I like that. I like that. Keep talking like that. My whole career, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've been going at me, and I've been proving myself. So I'm just gonna keep proving. I'm gonna let my game speak for me. I was like, I respect that young dude. I respect it. Yeah, I respect it, but I also agree with Shaq. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Hey, I wasn't saying that Shaq wasn't speaking fact. Yeah. I'm just saying that I like the young dude that just be like eh, crying or something. Yeah, man, it's cool. I'm gonna step up. But I will say this: when it's crunch time, the little dude shows up every time. Oh, Donovan, yeah, yeah. Every like when you need a bucket, he'll go get you one if you just need one, you know. But you know, uh, I can. I do like Utah though. I, I like them, but I, I know about two, three teams in the West right now that I don't think they could beat seven times, uh, four times out of seven. No, I can name more than that, probably. So well, there you go. Um, <laughs> I want to, before we jump off of uh, NBA and get into a little bit of media and close out, you brought up the Warriors. Now, I'm starting to get sick of the Warriors always and the goddamn trade talks. How much help do they need? And how much, how many moves are they going to make? I keep hearing Clay's name being brought up, son. They need to watch his freaking highlights. The dude's still nice, bro. I'm not trading Clay, period. And you can't trade damaged goods in the NBA anyway. So that's out the picture. I like Kelly Oubre, but he's been inconsistent. I think he should have stayed in Phoenix, but you had to do what you had to do. And I'm, I'm unsure what they're thinking with trying to get another star and things like that, because really, to me, it's just a, a audition for who's going to play the Harrison Barnes spot. It's either going to be Oubre or it's going to be Wiggins. And Wiggins is definitely winning that battle. He doesn't look that bad shooting the three ball now. Yeah, he's been yeah. playing with a lot of energy. He looks like a, um, like he's just happy to be out of Minnesota, which everybody yeah. would be because, oh, my gosh, I forgot about them. They're so disappointing. But <laughs> I, I, why, do, why do you always see the Warriors' names in 
the trade discussion, is that because they're just in win now mode or what is it? I think that they're um I think that they're they're still trying to chase like that their legacy is real because they still got guys on that team that were just a part of a dynasty. And it wasn't like they won their dynasty and retired. These dudes are still primish type players. So mm-hmm. like you can't have a dynasty and then all of a sudden y'all just fall off the face of earth. Yeah. Like it just discredits everything and all the work you put in. Like I'm not saying that that um that they have to go make a move. If they don't make the playoffs, I wouldn't be tripping. But like, like people that be like, oh no, nah, that shit was fake. They were just stacked team. They had KD. That's why they was winning. Like they ain't real. Mm-hmm. You see how they look when they regular. And people are like, well, if Curry's so good, I come in with a title. Yeah. And that's really that's really foolish. To be fair, it's really foolish. But you know that's just how people are. That's the barbershop argument, bro. Like, it, it, but I don't think that they should make a move. To be fair, I wait to see what happened with Clay. Like, if you can get rid of some of, like, the extra, like, washed up, like, I can say washed, but, like, players you're not really using in rotation to bring in more rotational guys, like, guys you can actually use, like, a another Sean Livingston type, another Iguodala type, then, yeah, I'm all for that. But, like, I wouldn't wholesale any of my, like, kind of value players just to try to bring in another value player when you have a system already. You're just trying to, you know what I'm saying, live up to the system pretty much. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I just – that's my thing. If they smart, you don't trade off. I wouldn't trade off uh, – I wouldn't trade uh none of them players. I may trade like I wouldn't trade Pascal. I trade some like some no name, but I ain't trade nobody of value. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's just me. they they should just do like you like like if you know how like you buy some stocks, you can't just keep flipping them, flipping them. You gotta sit on them for a while. Yeah. I think they should just sit on the assets and just wait it out. I, I don't. I, I don't think you're definitely not winning a championship this year. So build your system with these guys. It's gonna be frustrating and at times. Of course, it's an NBA season. And just see what happens when Clay comes back, and then you start making moves after that. This this is pretty much what you wanted to do this year. Just do it next year. But as a businessman, you can't sit on your hands for too long. I get it, but I think they should still wait out one more year, like the Wizards did with John Wall. And you know what? But you know how that goes. Um, last thing about NBA, um, the All Star Game has been brought up uh, quite a bit. What kind of ideas do you have for them to kind of? How do I say this? Um, satisfy both the players and the fans and the owners. I um, I think maybe you have a, a selection party type, viewer party type thing. But, like, it, like playing that game is really useless. Like, there's no real use in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you maybe can do the – like, how they did – was it last year when they had, like, people at their house? Oh, no. Yeah, last year during COVID, they had people playing horse at the crib and stuff. You can do that maybe. But, like, anything other than that, it's like – the COVID protocol, how you going to stick to it? Like, how you going to have it with, like, okay, we're going to have Mackie fly from Houston. We're going to have Kobe fly from L.A. We're going to have uh, Joseph fly from Denver. And we all coming in with our outside germs. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't it ain't worth it. Like, and I do get the money part of it, but I don't think the game itself is necessary unless you find another another way to – a means of playing 2K. I don't even want to see them play 2K. Right. Like, I just think they, I think they should just have a selection, kind of like the NFL did. They have selections, and that was it. Like, there's no game. Yeah, I, I would say have no game, and um, just select guys so they can get their bonuses and things like that when it comes for contract time, and so they can feed their families. And that should be it. I think that should really be it because it's too dangerous right now. And um, I'll be surprised to see what they do. And um, a lot of the guys are saying they're just not interested in doing it. So, if the product you're gonna put out there is not going to be 100, I don't think it's gonna be worth it. 
But I mean, Agreed. it's gonna be if it's gonna be in Atlanta, the party's still gonna be popping, and Lou Will gonna be out there anyway. So the people still gonna be where it's popping. So, <laughs> uh, hey, did, did, did you see Tampa for the Super Bowl? Did you see Tampa yeah. how live it was? Yeah. That's Florida though. You know how Florida people are. It's different down there. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. different. But yeah, let's let's move into this last segment, man. We've been going for quite a while, but it's good because we finally back in the lab together. Return of the Max. Mer, 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 mer. Whoa, we, we're, we're back in this thing. Um. I want to start it off with some music, man. Um, I just saw a couple of things that Nipsey and Jay-Z about to have a new song come out. I think it's on like Hit Boy's little collab album. He got a he got Dom Kennedy on there with a joint. He got a bunch of people on that joint. Are you looking forward to that? I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yes. Yes. It drops this Friday. I'm dumb lit. Black history. Black excellence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is dope. I fuck with it, man, because like it ties in the whole... Uh, uh, the marathon when it first started. Remember when Nip uh, dropped the first mixtape, he was selling at a thousand a pop. That boy Jay Z bought a hundred copies off the rip from that boy. Mm -hmm. Like bet he only he only sold a thousand copies at a thousand dollars a piece. Jay Z believed in it so much at that point he bought a hundred you know, hundred copies. He gave him a hundred thousand just on the strength. Mm -hmm. He was like, man, I fuck with your movement. What you doing is smart. He kind of saw the vision before the vision got all the way around to him. And like, man, this is. I think we gotta like stuff like this is how we keep his name alive, how we keep him going. Like we ain't gotta explore him or nothing like that for just uh, monetary gain, but like some shit like this could be real powerful for the people. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, definitely. Um, I, I saw something on uh Twitter as well. Uh, it was like, what's the what's your favorite uh Lil Wayne lyrics off the top of your dome? Like just some something that just come to you, like you know something that you say all the time or something. You was like, man, that nigga really said that shit, like. Like I hit niggas in the head like bondage, like something like that, man. What's like what's oh. one of those things outside oh, of the N word, whatever? What's one of, what's one of those what's one of those like that that verse or that uh that song or that couple of lines that just pop into you when you think about favorite uh Lil Wayne lines of all time? Man, uh first thing pop my head, bro, it's gonna make you laugh. First thing pop in my head is not a not even a verse verse. It's him talking to Mac Man before the song. You know what I'm saying? You think I should call a nigga? You better nigga. You think I should call a nigga? You better nigga. What I should say? I should be like something like nice, like beautiful. You know, darling, <laughs> darling. You supposed just bright bitch. You think I call her a bitch? <laughs> like me, like, miss, miss. Yeah. yeah. Hey. That, that that's come to my mind first things first away, man. That's a classic, dog. Yeah, man. Super classic. Dedication too, man. Yeah, I love that he's What's, he's still getting his his props. Sometimes I know he messed up with the Trump thing, but hey, he had to get out mm -hmm. and he had to get uh he had to do what he had to do for his business and his. Hey, uh, what's your what's yours though, bro? I gave you mine. What's yours? I know you got a million though. It's probably tough for you. Oh man, yeah, I can go back to uh <laughs> to squad days, man. He one of my favorites right now is because I watched the Lakers so much. Is uh, uh Carolina Blue Kicks, Carolina Blue Fitted. Yeah. And then he said, uh, ah, oh, fucking my favorite team is the Lakers, yellow Lakers, Lakers Rhyme. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Lakers. Oh, yeah. yeah, he went crazy on that thing, like the whole thing. The Maya, the Maya, yeah, joint. it's the yeah, best yeah. of me freestyle. He ate that mm. whole thing, man. He got a bunch of them, man. I, I just, like I said, the Vine is one. And, um, what he, what he said, uh, your boyfriend's softer than the carton of eggs, and <laughs> I don't fear Ooh. nothing but God and weddings. I'm at the top of my Ooh. paper, like I'm starting to head, and that's tough, man. That, that some of those things go over people's head, especially when you're young listening to Wayne, man. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's tough, I, man. Hey, because because if, if you go back, like 
Now that you got perspective, like you said, now that you go back, like if you can go back to some of his new shit, like Carter Three type shit, mm-hmm. like if you really listen to what he talking about on Nightmares from the Bottom, you'd be like, wow, like Wayne really is a lot, you know what I'm saying, complex to what he gives off. But if you got to really peep, if you just listen to the melody because you're feeling good and you ain't really catching what he's saying. And like at that point, you ain't really understanding. Like Wayne giving you some real knowledge right quick, like some 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 what he went through type shit, and it's some deep shit. Hey, he's a, like a, he's an asshole in that song though. He said, "If I knew I was going to jail, I would have fucked my attorney." No bullshit. <laughs> like. I was like, I I can see that. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Man. It is what it is. Um, Brent Fires just uh uh dropped three oh. new songs. He he leaked it into Dropbox oh. last night. I haven't had a time to um. Yeah, uh-uh. I haven't heard him yet. Yeah. yeah, but um, he actually dropped a song with Tyler. I hope you heard it. It's actually pretty smooth. Called Gravity. I know you heard it, yo, man. I, I know you heard it. I know you heard it. it it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty smooth, man. It's pretty smooth. Hey, my my joint right now has been uh 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 in the world. What's the name of my joint, man? I can't think of it now. Goddamn, nigga, start smoking. I can't think of it. The one, he, <laughs> it, it, it's a uh, it's off the not not the lost LP. Although the off the lost LP, I've been jamming. Around me, super tough, mm-hmm. super tough, super tough. But I'm trying to find this joint because I got to tell you. Oh, there you go, dead man. Oh, dead man walking. Dead oh, man yeah, walking. Oh, yeah, dead man walking. That's been a tough one in rotation. Mm-hmm. Hey, that, that boy be talking that truth. Bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. He cold, bro. He cold. That, that boy, bring out another ooh. song. I know you heard it with uh, two chains and Kanye. Yeah, yeah, hey, say. Ooh, and two chains. Talk that shit, yay. That boy say, I ain't about to get her with that fuck shit, man. Don't be playing with me, man. <laughs> with that lame shit. Hey, hey, they don't understand the language. Hey, when they, did you just catch the Frank, the Frank line in there? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Frank line. They let Frank Ocean go. Yo, I heard that. Man, when you go look into, like, the details of what that shit is, like, Kanye low-key be, like, putting niggas on the shit. Because, like, from what, like, the story is, like, Apple kind of fucked over that boy Frank. And, like... That's kind of why Frank ain't been really fucking with the music hard, hard lately, because Apple kind of fucked over him a little bit. Mm-hmm. But man, they gave him that special in the name. Oh, uh, he ain't do nothing else that, after that blonde. That you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what the fuck that's what Kanye was saying. Like Kanye, like people, like you know what's what's that genius? Genius did like a whole like break. You no know, genius be super deep into the shit. They uh gave a whole like a uh, expose kind of like story on it. Super dope story, and. I swear Kanye be knowing shit, bro. And we we be thinking Kanye crazy, but Kanye low key be giving us game and knowledge, and we won't be peeping that nigga, bro. But Kanye crazy. Are you are you um I'm interested to see. Are you um are you fucking with the little dark wave right now? Barely, bro. Yeah, barely. yeah. I like that he uh, giving props out to his uh his uh his homie King Vaughn and uh, always rapping uh, his hood and stuff like that in his city. But uh, I'm kind of over the drill music. But actually, his flow actually been uh it's actually progressing, got better, man. He's actually uh he's a little bit better, man. It, it's kind of weird to I, see that out of all those Chicago rappers, he made it. He's the one still going. He made you know it. I know T keeps still making money and shit, but yeah, but yeah, but he he not rapping. He not yeah. rapping no more like yeah. that. Like he he just salsa now. You know what I'm saying? He the balls. He's salsa now. Yeah. I will tell you, a young artist. I I did. I, I listened to nigga shit, bro, and I couldn't get through it. This nigga Pooh Shiesty, man. I try to listen to the album. <laughs> hey, 10, about 17. three, four joints I got. Yeah, it, it was about three. Hey, but he, he got like three on there. Back and Blood, that whole bang. That whole bang. Back and Blood bang. That's one with Lil Dirt. And there's like two other ones I like. That was pretty. I think 50 Shot was another one I like. And then I think I like Box of uh, Church with 21 Savage. Yeah. Them were like, them were solid. But it was, I think it's a, I'm, I'm at that old man. Kind of getting to stage, I'm like, man, I ain't really with this, this, yeah. this nigga talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like he 
he kind of still out there. I'm kind of trying to get out of there. Yeah, I'm yeah. To, I'm trying to be. I'm in here with. I look. I'm riding with Joe. So and, and Jared, I'm like, oh, this might be a little. Yeah. This this rider music here. This ain't this ain't yeah, going yeah. to pick up your girlfriend music. This is this with the homies. We about to get active. You know. You know who? I was just you like, know who, who got on some gangster shit that I really. I, I know you're gonna feel me. Uh, who uh, released a tape late? Uh, it wasn't recently, but it was a while, a couple months ago. YG, bro, I like his new album, bro. Yeah. That shit go hard. I hit it back in the hey. Benzo. <laughs> don't but won't play games hey. with no Nintendo. Hey. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, YG good for the quiet killers, bro. For the silent little joints, you be like, I ain't even expecting yeah. from YG. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, where you come from? That nigga YG shit bang. I fuck with uh. I fuck with that was another nigga. I've been really fucking with party tough lately, bro. Mm-hmm. I've been on party, dumb tough, uh uh scissors, super tough. Hey, it's a dude named um D Savage. Uh I gotta sing you some of these joints I've been jamming. D Savage, bro, classy, classy, got a classy joint, bro. Something you could just vibe out to. Yeah, you on the wine, you sipping, you and the lady, y'all ain't really doing too much, just ride through the city. You put it on, you're like, okay, it's a nice little cool little vibe. Mm-hmm. I can I can vibe out too. And like I've been trying to get more into uh, like R and B because my cousin said I listen too much rap, so I'm trying to I'm trying to get into it to really get the vibe. Hey man, you know if you want somebody on some slow vibe R and B, you know I'm the guy. But I already know this man Giveon is amazing. Okay, let me ask you. I think I got a song with him, bro. Let me let me ask you. This is the same dude. He got a song called "Like Like I Want You." Yup. Favorite mistake. Uh, Still your best, bro. He got a bunch of them, bro. And some of his video, he just do it straight acoust- acoustic. He don't even need no yeah. big dude can sing, bro. He, I gotta he, ask you he's this. the I one. You hold this. on, he's the one uh, on the uh, no the Chicago freestyle too. Early baby, I can yeah. show you. That's that's him? that's him. You know what it is. Whenever I visit, he, he do yeah. say, yeah. me kisses." No, that's him. That's crazy. You know, you know Drake that's gonna find crazy. Drake gonna find somebody. <laughs> and when Drake put you on, bro, you on, Ooh. you on for life. That's how I found him. Oh wow, man, the dude can sing, man. He he got a deep voice, but he uh oh, he also got a song. This you gonna play this around you and your girl, man. It's called uh Garden. That whole fire. I'm I'm about yeah. to throw, I'm on my phone while we talk yeah. working right now. At, once I, once I, you I, spark I, that bit again, go ahead and blast that bit. Yeah, Yo, you gonna have go walk straight to the bedroom. <laughs> hey, 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 gonna be like a what? Bedroom. <laughs> hey, it's it's a it's a song come out a couple years ago by that boy Dun Tyler. You gotta check it out, bro. The whole car best you had. Yes, son. For, 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 for fire. I've been actually. Uh, I'm late to the Don Tyler party, man. But man. dude got he got uh, he got a vibe, man. man. He got uh, he got a couple man. of songs called uh, Had Enough with the Migos, uh, Cardigan. Uh, he got a song called Company. Oh, Cardi, I love Company. Company. Man, he got another one. Uh, Euphoria. 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 He got a song with this uh, dude named Masigo called Mystery Lady. Nah, I need some, yeah, that shit, I need it's some just smooth, man. He nice, I, man. I, I, you about to make sure I this shit. That nigga should be jammed, bro. He got a song called Video Girl. Oh, I lost Mac. Mac, you there? Oh, my. Okay, okay. Had a little, little, little technical difficulty. Uh, I lost the audio there, but we all good. You see that, Matt? You there? Yeah, I'm good, man. All right, bet, bet, bet. So what were you saying again? Man, I was just talking about uh, Giveon, man. He, man he's uh, an amazing talent. He's actually going to be on NPR, Tiny Desk, today. I don't know if you ever watched the Tiny Desk concerts. Are you for real, for real? Yeah, yeah. He's going to be on there today, man. I'll be I'll be watching them Tiny Desk concerts, man. That's, that's true. Oh, they be live. True, true What's artistry, your favorite man? one? My, I got to know. What's your favorite? <sighs> oh, you going to put me on the spot like that? Hold on. Yeah, got to. Uh, don't judge me, man. Adele was real, real good. 
I'm talking about the old one. She was real, real good, man. Uh, who else is the other one I enjoyed? Who was it? No, I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, who was the other one? It's not Tiny Desk, but uh, I remember Gambino went to that radio station. He did the uh, the Tamia. Little Tamia, uh, oh, so into you. Oh. I be listening to for stuff mm-hmm. like that, man. It, um, when Chance the Rapper did the uh, fill away, fill away. I know it's mm-hmm. not Tiny Desk, but I like when people be doing the acoustics and we doing different stuff like that. But he gonna be on there today. Um, hey, two of my favorites, bro, is is the Wale joint. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it's a, a tie. It's a tie for me between Mac Miller and, and the, the uh, uh, Tyler. Tyler and Mac were unbelievable, bro, because uh, uh. What's the heat of the review mirrors on uh, Mac did mm-hmm. uh, looking through the mirror. And I was like, damn, he blew me away. I was like, I became a fan literally from watching that. God, this dude is really like musically talented. Like mm-hmm. he's really, really, he really, really got it. So yeah, no doubt. But yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I like how Wale did his thing. Like hit my favorite song that he did was uh, Sue Me for, uh, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. When he really oh, did that one, I was oh. like, man, he was like, man, I ain't, I ain't being apologetic. I'm just going to. I'm gonna be yeah, me, man. Oh, I really felt that. And oh. That was real, real smooth, man. Real smooth. That was a good video too. That was a really nice video. I love the video. Uh, the concept, the visuals, all that shit was very strong. I fuck with it, man. I fuck with it. That was hey Wale, you you're a real one. You always been a real mm-hmm. one. You know what I'm saying? But that was that was a silent one, bro. Absolutely. And then I I love the sample. The samples from the uh the Clark sisters, bro. Classic gospel joint. My mom was like, "Oh, I love that song." Mm-hmm. I know you got to hit what moms fuck with. You got to hit, mm-hmm. bro. So that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Hey man, tell your mama check her DMs, man. I ain't got her number. Uh, I sent her a DM. I'm not trying to slide in her DMs. I just wanted to congratulate her on her big day, on her accomplishment, on being, yeah. on having a, a day in Houston named after her, man. I, I thought that was yeah, dope. I wanted man. to say it on the show too, man. Shout out to her. I know if you all mentioned yeah. it before, but uh, I wanted to say it as well, man. That's a real big accomplishment man. for her. Man, pre- appreciate it, bro. You know, moms is a mover and shaker these yeah, streets, man. man. And, and I'm I'm proud of her because of what the work she did in the community. And you know what? We can segue this for Black History. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, moms, moms is part of Black History. Moms is uh born born in Beaumont, Texas, nine uh 1955, August 12th. Uh, mom and pops is Teresa Kemp and George Kemp, George Frank Kemp. Uh, she she grew up in a very segregated town, real bad. Uh, she's one of the first blacks to go to uh segregated schools. Uh, in Beaumont, uh, went through some torn, like some really traumatic events. We've talked to her about it. I won't really put it out there. Maybe one day she'll come on here and talk with us. And give us some of her, her great knowledge because she be always having the knowledge mm-hmm. for us. But uh, um, yeah, so she went through school, did her thing. She uh, had kids, you know, but she didn't let that stop her. You know what I'm saying? She had three kids. Uh, she didn't end up with any of uh, any of those gentlemen uh, that she was with or whatever. But she made a way for her kids and made a better way for us than what we saw. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I'm the youngest of three, but it's my oldest brother. There's my sister who's on the show uh, once. Uh, my older brother passed away some years ago, but like, man, that was just some uncircumstantial type stuff. But mom's held it down, you know what I'm saying? Even after losing her firstborn, she stuck it out, got her, her first degree, I believe was at 34, you know what I'm saying? So she was a late bloomer. And then she worked all the way into getting her PhD. She got a master's, she got a second uh, a second uh, bachelor. No, no, she got an associate as well um, while she was doing her school thing. And she's she been working for HIV for almost 30 years, bro, like 25 plus years. Um, she legit has been a pillar in the community for, for the district. She started at JC, Jesse H. Jones. Uh, she, she's been to so many schools, I don't want to mess them all up. Uh, <laughs> but she's, she's now worked her way to be the college coordinator. Mm-hmm. So she coordinates kids to get in this college 
uh, getting them scholarships and other means, like for kids that ain't going. Everybody can't play basketball. Everybody can't play football. Some people ain't, ain't can't play an instrument. So mm-hmm. she finds scholarships and grants of that stuff to get kids to schools like Harvard. Get kids to school like Princeton Lehigh. to Lehigh. Mm-hmm. Lehigh. My mom loves Lehigh. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lehigh. My mom loves Lehigh. Um, to schools that we probably wouldn't have an opportunity to get into any other way. You know, kids in inner city anyway won't have opportunities to get to because their parents aren't around or things of that nature. So yeah, she did it for so long that she finally like it start being reached out on a bigger level. And like, it's, it's more to it. She got to kind of tell you about, cause she, she did some dope shit where like what she started, she didn't start it herself, but like the district started and her with her hard work in it with them. Uh, it's going to go statewide and go even bigger than that. Like across the country, shit like that. So man, shout out to my mom. Mm-hmm. Like real life, man, putting in work. Yep. Like, but she is black history. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's black history and black excellence and more power to her. Cause she she came from you know what I'm saying from in the south and where we were mm-hmm. to where she is now and hey I number love to that is no river. easy thing to do what she has done like like you said that she has uh lots of stories and things and um I only know from the things she's told me you've lived with her for for many of years and uh she's raised yeah. you and things and uh she's helped raise me in a way too uh, always putting me on some knowledge but um <laughs> and, and during those times to be who she was man that's that's an incredible feet man like that's an incredible yeah. accomplishment the recognition is very valid and um that woman has nothing but good in her heart she's uh she's a human being i know y'all be bumping heads sometimes but man she loves i'm gonna trip you out i'm gonna trip you out bro all right before we get off i gotta tell you this so like i i haven't had a drink since that last time we had a drink oh, like, i haven't had a drink oh, since. Good, no man. bull Sober living. I've been smoking like hell now. But <laughs> yeah, I smoke like hell now. But like, not really bad, bad. I just hit a couple times, get my fade, I'm good. But like, I stopped drinking, and I like really like did some deep diving into like self, like self, like and bettering, mm-hmm. if that's the word, and like empowerment, like and shit. Growing the way we grew up, bro, we see a lot of shit. We deal with a lot of shit. We face a lot of shit. And, like, we don't always make the best decisions, but, like, our intentions are never bad. Mm-hmm. But we just make the best decision for what's going on at the time. And sometimes if we knew better how to, like, be men or just handle each other as men, mm-hmm. then, like, a lot of a lot of our conflict wouldn't be. But because we don't be knowing how to, you know what I'm saying? We All, all we know is how to be combative with each other because that's how we grew up. You got to be the toughest in the room type shit or you can't be unmasculated un- or whatever niggas try to say. You ain't no punk for saying sorry or you ain't no punk for being wrong you feel me or just being a man and coming back to your mans and being like hey my nigga whatever was whatever my bad i apologize mm-hmm. and I, after doing all that me and mom start talking and i started really working on like being more of a role model not just being big big kobe big unk daddy like really being a role model to the youngsters around me and shit like that man she's been really low-key kind of different bro Dude. i don't argue none of that shit i'm Dude. okay like like None of that shit, bro. Like, I, it's, 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 it, and we have a real moment on the show right now. I want everybody to know that. But like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, like a lot of what I be posting shit is what I really be on. Like, I really be on a manifest for everybody. Like, my goal right now is to push everybody, bro. Like, shit, let's make one of us a millionaire. Let's make one of us a billionaire. Because if one of us make it, we can help the others come along too. We can be a community, but we got to be a community. It can't be like, oh, I'm the man and you working for me or nothing like that or like I'm bigger than you. Cause we not bigger than nobody, bro. We at the end of the day, when we all die, we all go in the same place. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't nobody taking a million dollar with them. Like this for somebody else. But like, let's build some generational wealth for our kids and shit like that. 
And niggas be laughing. Sweezy called me. Uh, he said he said I took too high of a dose of the Riddler. I'm too calm now. <laughs> but like, like no bullshit, bro. It'd be crazy. I don't be. I be. I be big chilling. I don't argue. I don't be. I be just positive energy, bro. Cause like, I like during the COVID. Hopefully, we all did it to some degree. I did some self like reflecting because you had a lot of time to yourself. And I really just start really understanding that, bro. Like sometimes you ain't gotta be the man. Sometimes you ain't the man. You may think you're the man, but you ain't the man. And like it's cool not to be the man. And still be with you know what I'm saying, your people, mm-hmm. and they gonna fuck with you, they gonna respect you, whatever. Like all the extra shit ain't about nothing. The money don't mean nothing, mm-hmm. the, the jewelry, the clothes don't mean nothing. At the end of the day, people treasure time more than anything. Cause me and you both have lost a parent, and I promise you, we both will give every dollar back to get them Absolutely. back. You feel me? So it's like at the end of the day, man, I start thinking like that, and like thinking, like, okay, if I start doing better, then like my nephew might start doing better. You know what I'm saying? Not that he's bad, but just like he'll see a better influence because I did what I see my big cousins, my big brother, and all them do. So of course, I got to know that them dudes behind me doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I remember you said something, bro, and it stuck with me. I want you to know this, nigga. You said this to me, and it stuck with me, like, the moment you said it, because it was so real. I, I got on LeBron, because I was like, man, what the fuck Bron doing? What Bron doing? He's like, bro, you killing Bron, but what are you doing? And I was like, damn, you really shut me up that day. Like, no bullshit. You shut me up. And I legit... Uh, I legit from that moment, I was trying to find ways to mentally get my myself strong to start making moves towards that. Not that it's strong, not that I'm like mentally strong. I don't be dealing with like, I ain't subconscious. I ain't like a lot of shit that men don't like to talk about, bro. I, I really like emotionally and like things of that nature. I didn't really got to it. I really pushed through it. Cause like straight up, bro, mental illness is real. And like shit, we all go through it on a day-to-day issue on some real shit. But like, we don't talk about it. Cause we be like, we gotta be so tough, so strong. And really, bro, man, like talk to your homie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Talk to your people because your people really got your back. Like on some fuck the, the you know what I'm and, saying? Like on the beyond the beyond the superficial stuff is is love. It'd be real love, and people really care about facts. you. So you know and, what I'm saying? And you saying the, the what you've been through? That's also black black excellency, bro. Having the the power to look yourself in the Appreciate mirror that, and, and wanting to be better and better yourself and to reach that goal. That's black excellence, bro. Just and so and you yeah. were just speaking about your mom and and you just talked about yourself. Obviously, not far from the trees where the apple falls, right? So you just as good as she is. If you got high price for her, you got high price for yourself, young man. Yeah, yeah, but I, I want, I want the world to know, bro. The, the, that, the biggest thing that really helped me before, like you know, what I'm saying, you left and uh, we had to take a little hiatus because you was gone. I, I should, I should have known how to fucking do this a long time ago, mm-hmm. but uh, we had to take the hiatus because I couldn't figure out and I couldn't keep it kind of maintained by myself because I couldn't find enough damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. Like the like the the, the the times we spent like having real conversations on our, our the late night driveway part of our conversations, and 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 like just real talks, not the not the you know what I'm saying, not the fucking off shit or whatever, but like the real talks. It really like uh, as a friend, it really probably saved like me from going down even further path of just bullshit. Cause like I was the one, I was on a cycle of just doing the same shit that was already going mm-hmm. on. Probably gonna say, probably gonna get back into flipping, hustling or something, and just you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. instead of something positive. And then, then I like maybe I've been ducking and dodging laws for years, but this might be the time they finally catch me type shit. So it was just like it, it really, it really um like our conversations really, really were uh were, were very uh therapeutic for me, you know what I'm saying? And it helped me out. And I I tell everyone that you need a real friend uh that you can go to that you can chop it up with, bro. And like I heard some, I think 21 Savage said it on his last album. He's like, nigga, 
me and my dog, dog, we make beef, but it's never no like no bite. Like it ain't, you know what I'm saying? We nigga, we might disagree, but like at the end of the day, it's still love over here. So I ain't gonna be no bite. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hurt my dog because that's my dog, mm-hmm. no matter what the case may be. But you know, the world makes us so like think that shit gotta be a certain way or like, you know what I'm saying? People getting people like, like ear. And I can say this cause people do it to me all the time now. And I'd be like, bro, don't, let's not gossip. Let's just, let's move on type shit. Cause I got me and Erica, I've been working with my sister. If you know, my sister's like a, she's a Hollywood housewife. You name one in Houston. <laughs> but shout out to my sister cause she got a food truck. Y'all go check it out. Uh, Stone Fire Pizza, man. She be everywhere. They stone underscore fire underscore pizza, man. Go check them out. They best best uh wood fire pizza in the city. You know what I'm saying? On a food truck. Uh, but yeah, I be getting with her like, bro, man, you gotta stay focused and do what you gotta do, man. Cause like we can't be living like we still 25 with little ones behind us watching. We gotta, you know, we gotta turn our switch from because that's still kid stuff. We gotta go and become grown-ups mm-hmm. and do some grown-up stuff and Let's build some portfolio, Mac. Let's go buy some stock in GameStop, bro. I already got stocks, bro, but I ain't good in GameStop. You know yeah, I wasn't on that way. They, nobody gave me no it, insider on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> we all, hey, we all missed it, bro. Yeah. We all fucking missed it. Look like it, but yeah, nah, man. I, I, I do though, bro. I want the people to know, man, that that like. I'm still arguing with niggas over sports, but other shit, man, like that shit dumb, Mac, man. We we trying to push the positive. We trying to make some millionaires, bro. We trying to make, we trying to make this show take off, baby. Show, baby. And I'm glad you said all that, man. Opened up for the listeners and um and said that out loud, man. Because some people, you never know, somebody could hear this and they really needed to hear that, man. Maybe they going through the same thing you going through. And um, as as a friend of yours, man, I'm I'm glad to see you made that progress and you are where you are, man, for sure. I appreciate it. Love you, love bro, you man. Too, man. It 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 it, it, mean, it means a lot to 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 say that I can say it, bro. Cause man, you hey, you seen me on some savage mm-hmm. like just I wasn't a good guy at all, bro. But now it's kind of crazy to see me as a good guy, and it kind of scares me. But Amen. you know, I, I I'm enjoying my, it. My my sister, my older sister, has been uh going to therapy and things like that, and like uh, she we have conversations, and uh, we talk about people that have passed and things like that. All these people that have gone, have come and gone. Just like people living right now, it's on the earth. Everybody's just trying to do their best. Everybody not out here really trying to be bad people and savages. Yeah. They, they just do what they've always been taught, and then they try to be better, and they try to walk a straight line as, as close as possible. And sometimes you go left, sometimes you go right, sometimes you stay on that path. But at least you try. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally agree with Q. Q's super smart anyway. It's probably one of the smartest people I know outside your ass. No, shit. I told Y'all her that, fool. I see you say that. I, I I'm about to say, 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 Q, <laughs> Q dropping downs, oh, oh boy. Nah, she I know she be jamming Jay-Z. I'm the one that say that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, I know she be jamming Jay-Z, so she may have got something from Jay. We're like, I'm about to hit Mackie with this later on, real nah, quick. Her, real her quick. ass on that generational <laughs> wealth shit, too, that Jay-Z shit. Hey, we got to make it happen, bro. Like, we got to promote each other. Like, no bullshit. Free free game type shit, man. Me, me and Mac ain't tripping. If you want us to help, help up on some push something, we'll push something. You know what I'm saying? But we got to work together. Like, we help you, you help us. Not saying no monetary stuff, but just let's promote each other better. Let's help each other be seen more. You ain't got to spend money to support and help somebody get to the next level. So, you know, just a retweet to get a, get a, go a long way, man. The, we, uh, the Alabama A&M post we did last weekend, we're going to keep those posts coming, too. It's going to be a lot more Black history stuff. I think next week is, is going to be, uh, like, uh, great entrepreneurs. So, like, Madam C.J. Walker, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, George Washington Carver, people like the inventors, people like that. 
uh, that'll be next week. Then the, the last week of the, the month will be sports. So it'll be like, uh, like, like Ali, Jim Brown, you know, just great historic guys that did it for, did it when it was tough. And then even we're going to pay kudos to this time too, but we're going to get an old school guy some love, man. Um, we're going to get some, maybe give some HBCU guys some love because, you know, we love the HBCUs, man. We love we love all the colleges. No bullshit. We love all the colleges. But we love the HBCUs, too, man. It's Black History Month, so we got to give them a little, little, little love, man. Absolutely. Shit, fuck. Something. Well, man, this has yeah. been great to get back on this with you, man. Um, We're definitely going to get back to being consistent with the listeners and putting the content out there for y'all, man. And these real conversations, it's, it's things that be on our minds that we got to get up, get up off our chest, off our minds, and into y'all's ears, man. So maybe it'll help y'all and Maybe it'd be goofy stuff. Sometimes it'd be real. And um, that's what you need, man. You need a little goofiness. You need a little bit of real. And uh, you need some people that's honest with you. So, And that's what we are. Big you fact. feel me? Big the fact. Max is back. Hey, hey. Back in. Back, back in. Yeah, what's up, man? Laying down them wise words for your baby. And it ain't even Sunday. You feel, you feel me? me? <laughs> hey, no bullshit. Hey, and y'all be looking out because we going to link up with a lot of our Cypress partners that's doing great things, man. People talk about Katie. People talk about Sugarland, Pearland. Hey, Cypress popping too, man. It's a lot of great dudes come out of Cypress doing great things, making great music, yeah. making great cars. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they doing great things. on. We did great things out there in Cypress, man. We're going to get them boys some love. We're going to show some support. I got partners. Shout out to my partner JB for the working shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, we gonna it's it's all love, man. But yeah, hey, with that being said, it's your boy Young Mac, man, with my main main man. Oh, Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, make sure y'all like it and subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend. Until next week, holla, Brody.